With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Chad Brown here. You may remember me as a linebacker in the NFL or as a reptile breeder and the owner of Pro Jocks. I've been herping since I was a boy, and I've dedicated my life to advancing the industry and educating the community about the importance of reptiles. I also love to encourage the joy of breeding and keeping reptiles as a hobbyist, which is why my partner Robin Markle and I create the Reptile Report. The Reptile Report is our online news aggregation site bringing you the most up-to-date discussions from the reptile world. Visit thereptilereport.com every day to stay on top of the latest reptile news and information. We encourage you to visit the site and submit your exciting reptile news, photos, and links so we can feature outstanding breeders and hobbyists just like you. The Reptile Report offers powerful branding and marketing exposure for your business, and the best part is it's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you got to check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex, weight, morph, or other keywords and use our buy it now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the Marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad that also gets fed to the Reptile Report and our powerful Marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animals successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship your reptiles successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit TheReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder, then visit ShipReptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.
evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. This is episode 241, Owen. 241. Son of a, a bitch! Episodes. I mean, that's <laughs> a lot of episodes. Yeah. We're almost at 250. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that that will be another milestone. Um, okay, so tonight, in tonight's episode, we're going to be talking with our good friend Scott Borden. Um, Scott is probably best known for his jungle carpets, a right. cider at heart. Um, you know, I mean, he is uh, not a morph guy, uh, definitely not a morph guy. Uh, I don't think he has any morphs at all, right? It's Which makes it really hard to tempt him to give me things because I'm like, Scott, I would like your Savus. And he goes, we'll work something out. And I go, I will give you this super caramel. He goes, I'm not into coastals. Or morphs, and I'm like, what? I, I don't know how to speak to you. So it's like, yes. it, 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 yeah. And unfortunately, I, I got him hooked on a bunch of animals, and he went out and bought them all, which now I've lost that edge too. So once Scott, Scott starts producing things, I will just have to give him money, and that <laughs> annoys me. So we don't like parting with money. We just like parting yeah. with things. Yeah, <laughs> jerk. Um, so yeah, he. But he's got some cool stuff too. No, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he has uh, some really nice jungles from some really nice lines and uh, specific, uh, you know, pairings and such. Uh, so we'll get mm-hmm. into all that. But uh, like you said, that's not all that Scott has. Um, he also is. Um, well, he's the head guy of the Lysis Group. Um, which yeah. I'm sure I'm sure during the show uh, you will be uh, a full on tilt with uh, you know the Maclots and the Savus and the, well, and the all the that stuff. and the Savus and the olives and I actually had a long and lengthy discussion today with KJ about Liasis because do you remember that Dunn's Python that I mentioned last show? He got it. He bought it. Yeah. And guess what? He did. What? Remember how I didn't want to get him because it was a boy? It's a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm like, like, don't react, Owen. Don't flip out. Don't throw things off your desk. It's okay. (laughs) Oh, man. It was like, I'm happy that the animal is now in somebody who is going to take care of it properly and could successfully get a breeding project going with it down the line, especially because uh, when he produces babies, I will appear out of the woodworks. It'd be like, remember, you wouldn't even have her if I didn't say shit. So you're going to give me babies and then I will pay full price for babies because that's what's going to end up happening. Right. For, you know, pythons with longer snouts. So yeah, it's cool. Um, I, I've been promised pictures, so I will check on that later. But, yeah, I'm going to be in full Liasis tilt with Scott. I always am every time I see him. I bug him about his Savu pythons all the damn time. So, Yeah, I think uh, I think at one point I had made a deal with him in some kind of junk stupor that <laughs> I would make a trade for some Savus <laughs> for some uh, – <laughs> Northern jungles, let's say. See, um, there you go. Exactly. But, uh, you just got to kind of, you know, you got to play 
to what he likes. If I had some yeah. baby white lips, I bet you I could get some stuff. But, you know, goddamn things are hard to breathe. So it's just kind of one of those things. Well, yeah, that's the other thing that um, he uh, also works with white lip pythons. And uh, one of my favorites, uh, Malukan Scrubs, um, which is uh, which is pretty good. Yeah. And I noticed that you know, uh, late he sort of has the colubrid bug. So uh, he's a man of uh, many different uh, uh you know, reptile. And you know, I when 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 I I'm out. Of, I don't have Malukans anymore. And then every once in a while, Scott will throw up pictures, and he'll make me want Malukans back so badly it's ridiculous. So one day I will get I've, back into that. I found out of the scrubs that Malukans were the chillest. Uh, I don't they know are. about you, but for for me, they, they were the, the they were super chill. They're, no. they're, 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 they're the chillest, but the thing is, they're like the middle model because they're not because tannabars are the smallest, but tannabars are psychopaths. So I I don't like tannabars because they're tiny and evil. And then you have the barnecks, which are large and evil. And then you have malukins that are mellow and medium sized, and you know can get huge, but still, I would much I want I, I want to get back into malukins. All of the scrubs I don't want anymore. So it's just how that's going to go. Yeah, I keep listening back to uh, old episodes of the show, and it's so funny how, like, we talked about, you know, different things and how excited we are about getting these different things into our collection and how, um, uh, I don't know, what's the word? How, I, I guess, like, it's sort of like yesterday's news, which is kind of a shame, I guess, mm-hmm. in a way. But it's just like, you know, we're always chasing that next thing, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I'm sure three years from now we'll be looking back and listening and saying, oh, shit, you know, I was super excited about this then, and now it's like, eh. Yeah, now yeah. I hate them. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, it's like the, uh, what is it, the, the species of the week between you and I has been uh, – Blue Baron's racers, because I'm like, look, they're like rhinos, but cheaper and venomous and bigger. I'm like, I and they're blue. These things are awesome. You're like, why do you want these things? I'm like, because I want them. Go to hell. So it's like, that's the new thing for me this week. So we'll see if if listening to this episode a couple years from now, where I'm like, oh yeah. Those were psychotic. I'm so glad I never. I'm so glad I got them and got rid of them quickly. You got so, rid of them, right? Yeah. I That's, mean, yeah. Um, so, like, for what was that? Oh uh, no, I was gonna say, go ahead. No, I mean, it's like it's like you know, it, it, these are the animals you try, and then you might not like them. It's like how like we were talking about. Uh, I, I bet you in a couple episodes back. We're talking about my trade with Lon, and I'm like, I'm going to give Bloods a shot. I don't want Bloods anymore. I I, no, born out of Bloods, I'm done. 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 Well, it's like, it's if funny you bring that up. If that thing back to me, I'm going to wash my hands of that creature. So <laughs> I'm sure that Matt will keep it uh, very uh, happily uh, without exactly. uh, you know, any problems. Oh, the twist um, his arm, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know, like, Okay, so 
I, I really do like the Borneos. Uh, blood seems mm-hmm. to be a little finicky for me. Um, mm-hmm. It seems that uh, for whatever reason, you know, I don't know. I got a couple of them, and they seem to be in. But the uh, the sad news is is that you know that Halloween uh, bright uh, Borneo that I had. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it regurgs and then died. I, I'm not really sure uh-huh. what happened, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I was kind of dumbfounded by it. You know, it happened, uh, you know. Uh, it was kind of yeah. like one of those things where I, I can't really tell 100% if it regurgs or if it's, you know, if if it's shit. But I I don't know. I, well, I mean, I, I just assumed it was regurgs because when, when, I, when I was short-tailed, it was like crap. Snake shit. Yeah. <laughs> you you know. pretty much know and that. It took a and crap. because it's been you know. sitting in the intestines for a month and a half, it is very properly digested. So, you know, yeah. it's that, – that sucks. It's, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Yeah, yeah. I kind of – well, fortunately, I have the, the, the mom. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Matt has the mom. Yeah, same thing. Matt has the female. <laughs> Probably going to end up saying it is place too. <laughs> Matt has everything. He gets, he gets all these Borneos and bloods, and he's like, uh, "What the heck did I do?" And, okay, and you know all right, I'll keep them. Absolutely hilarious. Is Matt yeah. got a clutch of chondros? Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. That's pretty that's, awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Know? So he's got these ground dwelling, huge ass slug of animals. And retics, and then these tiny little fragile tree dwelling ones, and it's like he's like the eggs are so tiny, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, they're small as shit, aren't they? So it's it's going to be awesome to see, you know, when those things hatch, you know, how Matt can kind of relate what is Borneos and his retics to the to the chondros, and you know, I, I think we're gonna have to drag him back on after the babies are established, so he can tell us how you know badly he wanted to like how rip was- all. Yeah, his hair out and like wanted to die. So yeah, and you know, yeah. I, I was thought it's it's funny. I was talking to um, I was talking to Rob earlier, and uh, I was telling him about how I know I'm biased when I say this, but you know, for mm-hmm. me, it just it's like it's like the gods keep the snake gods keep sending me signs that carpet pythons are the easiest python to keep. Because I've never had any issues with carpet pythons, not with shedding, not with, you know, just dropping dead, not with, you know, I better right. knock on wood. Um, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? It's like, uh, oh, God. Um, yeah, it, it, but it's, it's just crazy how, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm getting reptile lazy, man, but I don't, I'm just like, <laughs> you, know, you know, I don't know, it's like, these species are difficult. So, out of the blood group, or the short tail group, Sumatran seem to be the one that I'm kind of locked in on. You know, um, okay, they're doing really, really well. I really like black snakes. You know, and to have a solid black python with, with you know, those eyes and yeah, it's just, it's just badass. So I got a nice group. I have a few Borneos and such, but. It's just kind of a bummer, and I know it happens, and, you know, you'll get back up yeah. on the horse and that kind of thing. But, you know, when, like, your prize snake just kind of, like, croaks for no reason, you start questioning everything you're doing, and, oh, uh, you yeah. know. But then you, then you look through the room, and you're like, yeah, what everybody else is doing doing well, you know. It just seems like, yeah. I, I don't know, they're very, a lot more uh, 
sensitive, let's say, than um, you know carpets uh, are, at least yeah. for me, in my experience. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. It seems like um, I guess my room is geared towards Australia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything out I don't of Australia know. does not do well here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you're from Australia, you're going to do well in this room. But uh, no, back to Matt's uh, clutch at Condros. Uh, you know, he's he gets he's got to get some credit, man. Because I'll tell you yeah. what, um, not for nothing, but he's got his he's got his snake keeping skills pretty down solid, man. You know, it's really yeah. tight. He, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it nailed in. He knows what's going on. He's bred multiple different species, and he, he's, he's just so tried out of the blue got with Condros, and he nails it. Yeah. He was that that's like you what know? three species this year he got he like he got the he got the retics um he's got the chondros then he had the bloods right I don't know if he have a clutch of Borneos along with does that count I don't know I'm still kind of stumbling through these and he'll yell at me later <laughs> about this <laughs> yeah 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 I'm pretty sure yeah, he has yeah. a clutch the, of Borneos the, 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 it's gonna be a really awkward drive. To uh, where we're going this weekend, if I don't get Bloods and Borneos right by then, so good lord, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. You can't love yes. everything, but you try it. No. You move on. It is, you know. <laughs> and you go, and that's the thing is, you tried it, which is why I'm like, I want to try Baron's Racers and Timor's. And what? What did I text you? And I'm like, man, these Baron Racers are going to be on my list. But first, black face white lips, more rough scales, Timor's. Inland, damn it! It's like this list is too freaking long. So um, <laughs> I'll get them eventually. Probably not till like yeah. next year. So, but yes, yeah, it's cool. But um, in other news, uh, let's hit the news because then we have to get Scott and we have to actually do the show. So yeah, he's he's hanging he's hanging on the line there. But uh, well, wait. maybe we'll get him on here. We'll we'll get them to talk about the uh, the jungle that the you were conversating yeah, about he before. But jungles, yeah, he's a jungle guy. But um, I wanted to. Uh, so yesterday I come home. Well, no, it was yes. Monday I think. I come home from work, and you know how like when you walk up to yesterday. the uh, to the door. Yeah, it was. That's right. Uh-huh. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, <laughs> my days are all messed up. Anyway, you know how, like, when you walk up to your front door and it's, like, propped open with a big package, you know? And, and you kind of look at it. And it doesn't contain snakes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, usually you're there to pick up snakes. But for a second, when I walk up, I'm like, oh, shit. Somebody sent somebody sent me a snake. Somebody sent me a snake. Oh shit! Did I forget about something? I'm all in panic. Like I'm running up to the thing because it's been there for like you know three hours and it's been uh, oh, freezing crap, cold crap, crap. and the yeah. the wind is like you know crazy and I'm like yeah. oh shit who would have sent me something on a Monday you know so anyway I run up and I'm like oh okay no and I'm thinking oh, maybe it's something I ordered and I'm trying to think and you know I open up the box. Sure enough, it was the Reptile Report Award, um, which is uh, a trophy. Uh, it's actually very, very nice. Um, but nice. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I guess we'll have to do, like, uh, what do they call that? We'll have to set up visitation rights, Owen, so you get it for... <laughs> <laughs> you get it on Christmas and the weekend. <laughs> at, least, at, least for, at least for, like... Uh, like three 
three or four years until we win another one. If we win two, then you can keep one and I can keep one and we'll be good. Um, <laughs> but I, I would request that we build trophy cases that like play music and rotate and have like shining lights just for carpet fest. I mean, yeah, there you yeah, go. That would be nice. Yeah. We'll all get on that. So, but uh, I'm glad, I'm glad we got it. It looks nice. And I'm, and I'm, you know, uh, you and I were both kind of shocked that we won it. So uh, it's cool. It's a cool thing to have. So, yeah. So, Special thanks out to the Reptile Report team for, uh, for you know, all the awesome work that they did. And, uh, you know, um, with the 2015 Best of Awards. And, uh, you know, thanks for the people that voted for us. We appreciate it. So hopefully Definitely. you get something out of the show. Um, so let's, let, let's do this. We're going to click on – I guess I'm going to have to send him a picture of this unless he sent that. So let's click on – Scott. He should have seen it by now. About. What's up, Scott? Welcome back. Hello, to... gentlemen. How you doing? Eh, gentlemen, that's not not in this place. You know, oh, I'm being the wrong show. Yeah. So, what's up, Scott? Um, how you so, now We're doing all right. So, what we were going to talk about, real quick, since you're the jungle connoisseur. Um, oh no, I'm not I the don't jungle know if connoisseur, saw... but I keep a few. Good night. <laughs> humble, humble man. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this did, did you see the uh, picture that uh, J-Rod Manley uh, from Smoke and Serpents uh, posted up today of his clutch of jungles that hatched out? Of course I saw it. Come on. See, told you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I knew he wouldn't, he wouldn't let me down. Yeah, All right, so did you see the one with the crazy amount of black? Yeah, what is that from? Is that a, that's a jungle clutch? Was not anything else? No, I was gonna hit him up and ask, but I didn't ask. Damn, man, that's yeah, I, it's yeah, pretty nice. So, like, I've never seen. Uh, you know, me and Owen were talking about it before, and he said it's too young to sort of. Well, go ahead, Owen. You say what you thought. I don't want to put words okay. in your mouth. Um, I'll, 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 I'll talk. <laughs> um, so it's the. Uh, I said it, it looks nice. It looks like a very nice baby, and if I had hatched it, it definitely would get a little tag on its thing on its bin that says, watch this one. But it, it is so tiny, and it's so fresh, and baby carpets look so dull. I, I said to Eric that I need to have three or four, like, sheds uh, under under its belt before I make the decision of, like, you know, yeah, that's a ton of black, or, yeah, that's nice and clean and crisp. It looks awesome. It looks interesting. But I've seen baby carpets that come out, really interesting and as they shed maybe the color kind of shifts a little bit the pattern kind of changes a little bit especially when they hit that like three foot mark and their scales kind of spread out a little bit more it, it would just be something i would keep an eye on but i just still think it's really cool looking and i think it's got a lot of potential but i would love to see it further along the road when it sheds out a few more times you literally so took the words right out of my mind Thank that you very much. Literally, <laughs> literally what I thought. Don't, but don't get me wrong, that thing is going to be, because he's got a lot of nice black and yellow, so I'm sure that thing's going to be an absolutely gorgeous animal. But mm-hmm. I want to see it in a shed or two. I think it's definitely going to have a lot of black and clean black. So it's going to be a nice animal, but like the picture, man, it looks like it's going to be just this crazy 
I don't know, 70% black animal that's going to be mm-hmm. – it's going to be interesting. I agree with Owen. You know, you never know. You know, I want to see it in three sheds and see how it develops and, and all that. Yeah. I, it, yeah, it's weird when people get really excited about fresh hatchlings, and it's like unless it came out, like, red with polka dots on it, I, I really can't gauge a hatchling. Like, it's got to be an extreme thing, like a piebald, before I'm like, that's a different thing. So, that's Yeah, no, I agree. You literally took the, the so, right out of my head today. So I think my my feeling is this, is that it's the, it has to do not so much that I'm saying it's going to be my thoughts that it necessarily would be like a killer color as mm-hmm. far as the jungle part of it goes, like the yellow. But the pattern to me is where it's at. The pattern, I mean, to me, from what I can see from looking at it, and again, you're right, it is young. It's, you know, it's got to have its first yet and all that. It's hard to tell with the tipping uh, where it's going to come in. But even if that comes, you know, if you look on the back, there's like spaces. It's almost like it's dots down the back, which to me, it's just got potential for a selective breeding project to where, you know, you're going to have a high percentage black instead of a high percentage yellow uh, juggle. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. It's got an to me, pattern. I, I think the pattern is what makes it, uh, like you said, interesting for high black teachers. It's the pattern. It's, you can see where the light color is and, and where the black is, and it's it's definitely more black than normal. It's, it's not banded. It's not like, uh, I don't know, like broken bands like you'll see, but it's it's weird, man. It's definitely interesting looking. I want to see it in a couple sheds and see what, what it looks like, you know. It, that picture yeah. has that fresh hatching look, you know, that right out of the egg. You really can't see what's going on too much. So, like, two, three sheds down the road, when you, you get a better idea, yeah, I, I want yeah. to see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, that's that's kind of like, you know, the same thing happens with albinos, you know. When albinos hatch out, and especially if you're mixing morphs into the game, I mean, you can't tell what, it's just a pink snake. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. what? Well, uh, what I are mean, morphs? I, that, thank you. I, let's, sorry. I, let's, I forgot. I forgot I'll, fix I've hatched, I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I've hatched really dark coastals, and as they've grown, they kind of just become, they start getting that khaki color, the cream color, you know, the, the normal coastal colors come in. So what was a fresh new baby that was dark as hell, after a couple sheds is now the colors come in. Like, the dar- the darkest babies I've ever hatched are my red tigers. They come out, like, almost black. And then after a few sheds, they start getting, like, after, like, their first shed, you start seeing those stripes and the, the the pink that eventually will turn into the red or the orange color. So it's like the colors haven't aren't really here yet. Uh, it, this thing could look drastically different after its own first shed. So yeah, yeah. I would love it's, to see it's difficult that. To, it's difficult to tell with the, you know you take IJs. I mean they all hatch out red. Mm-hmm. You know red. so it's, exactly. it's kind of like you're you're like huh you know is this one going to be nice yeah. is this one going to be nice and. Yeah. And by, by all means, we're not trying to talk down the animal, and we're not trying to say that, that we shouldn't get excited about it. And, oh, no, it's oh, going to no, be nice. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's I love a it. great animal. <laughs> and like I said, 
it has a shit ton of potential. It would get the gold star on the bin to be like, and this one doesn't get to leave until I've decided it can. So it, it's like, and that is a good animal. So, um, and we're all pretty excited to see what happens with him. So, yeah, her, it. <laughs> to be so, fair, I, 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 I want to clear something up. I heard you guys saying about the morphs. I do have morphs. Sadly. Why? They're all leaving. Oh, you Where? do. Oh, I, uh, I forgot. You Man. forgot. I do have granites. Those don't count. No one cares about. No, they don't count. And the and I really no. good news is, is they're all leaving. Ha! See. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all. <laughs> to, to be fair, do, right. do we count head granite? Because I am keeping one female that I put up. You guys saw. Yeah, I, I do. Count that, and I really don't care I about do. making more granites. <laughs> so I don't, oh. I don't plan on looking for a head granite. You know. Male or or granite boy, yeah. No, no, I, hmm. I'm selling my adult granite. My my adult male is actually already sold. My granite, he's going somewhere. Uh, hopefully next week. And uh, well, there you go. And then all of the baby granites are already spoken for. So I will have no visual morph carpets. We have a few ball pythons that Michael looks after and stuff. So there is morphs here, but carpet wise, no, there will be no more visual morphs after maybe. Another month or so. See, and my dream is to hatch something that Scott wants. And I'll be like, Scott, I will give you the greatest deal ever, but you have to take this caramel jag with it. And you have to take all of them and go over here and you have to keep the caramel jag. And, you know, for a year. So, and just watch them, like, kind of suffer through having a more project. You, you might have better luck with a normal caramel, man, because I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I think about it and I'm like, I won't have a jag just out of principle because it seems like there's like two or three of us who have never owned a jag. Like if you have carpets, you have a jag or you own a jag. And, and, and that's what I do. People? I don't even know who else they are. I think there's one or two if I really thought about it that don't have jags. But right. I've never owned a jag and I won't have a principle just because. And to be fair, I also, I, I don't like Nero and stuff. Right. I don't know. I just we have a couple here, a couple of my girls' ball pythons that have the spider gene in them, and right. and they're not bad. But like, I don't know. Like everybody has jags, so I'm like, you know what? I'm not worried about the jags. And don't get me wrong, man. There's times I am tempted because there's some nice angles. You guys put up. You know, Jason's got freaking gorgeous jag coastal. Yeah. Being friends with Mike Curtin sucks, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's he has us a lot. Being friends with him sucks because his freaking ocelots are just, they're just getting stupider and stupider where it's like, come on, man. This is, and the the funny thing is, is I'll see him at White Plains and with no doubt, my fiance will love the ocelots and, you know, we'll be sitting there with Scattershot who's like, you know, like one of my favorite snakes in the the country. She wants the ocelots and I'm like, well, shit, you know, what makes her happy? I guess eventually it'll make me happy, right? So. Oh, so what I should do is at Carpet Fest, just give your fiancé a tiger jang and be like, you can take that home with you. You guys already tried that shit. I know. I that last year. Tried you know, that <laughs> Bill and uh, Buddy are the worst for that, for Chondro. I know. Like, oh, I have no <laughs> Yeah, you guys know. I have no room. Yeah. So, it well, happens. But, well, I'm going to... 
I'm going to attempt. Uh, hopefully, I have hatched out at that point. Ocelot, Jags, head albino. So I'll really mud it up for you. Oh, <laughs> that is a jag more. No, is that just, is that just made me high. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're speaking. Uh, no, Spanish? Is that Spanish or something? I yeah, I don't know what the hell is albino. So. Uh, to be fair, yeah, I'm not I mean, against Morse. It's it. You guys know we've had the conversation. I don't hate Morse. I'm not against Morse. I just made the decision where everyone's doing Morse. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm a jungle guy, and classic jungle does it for me. I don't need anything else. So, but like well, I said, I get tempted that, every day. That's the that's kind of the cool thing about carpets, though. I mean, you can sort of, uh, you know, I mean. It's like you can be into all these different things and still be into carpets. It's kind of like, you know, I don't, I, I can't think of another group of pythons or snakes, for that matter, that really have that kind of, you know, that kind of draw, you know. Because, like, just for instance, if you're in the morphs and you're into ball pythons, you can't, like, nobody's going to give two shits if you just have normal ball pythons. Like, <laughs> I have normal hey, this, ball python breeding <laughs> projects. No one's going to care. <laughs> this is a locality ball python, you know. It's like, like yeah, and no cool, one cares. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's kind of like uh, I don't know. You got you, and there's so many different. Like even if there was no morse, you still have all these different colors. You know, you have pretty much everything covered. I mean, you, mm-hmm. if you're into more earth earth tones, you have uh, you know uh, stuff like IJs and coastals. If you're into the bright stuff, you got jungles. And if you're in, I mean, some of the jungles they're doing today, it's just sick, man. The yellow yeah. is just crazy. You know, it's like, what the hell? Um, it's good and it's bad. And, it's, it's good because, like you said, it, 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 there's anything you want to do, you, you have here, man. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I feel bad for new people because it, it's confusing or it's a little more complicated. Right. Yeah. That's true too. Especially yep. with the especially when the with the politics of it involved is, as you guys know sometimes. Yeah, you know, it kinda gets all swept up into it. We've, we've all, all seen it. We've, yeah, we've all been someone, on that post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Someone said today, you know, I'm looking for a, a male and female carpet, and it's like, well, you gotta do a little bit of reading because it's not like I just want a male and female this. It's it's a little more, yeah. a little more involved in it. Scott, yeah, I mean, that was perfect. Some guy was like, I want a carpet python, male or female. It's going to be my first one. And his response was, get the complete carpet python. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, yeah, you saw me. I don't even need to, I don't even need to weigh in on it. I'm yeah. good now. So it's like, yeah. And then he puts it out. Look, go to the floor and listen to the radio show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good, goodbye. It's like, yeah. I mean, in a way, dropped everything I need. Yeah. <laughs> in a, in a way, in a way. I mean, come on, man. It's easier. It's more easier than ever to research carpet pythons. I mean, think about it. In 2007, there was no book, no, no. podcast. No. <laughs> there was only a forum. And no, everything yeah, there was no carpet fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, no carpet fest, you know, you rarely saw the shows. You know? And now it's like it's all there for people just to dive into. And, I feel and they wonder why so we get a little upset when they don't. Exactly, yeah. and I and I I feel old because I'm like, and we had striped coastals, and we were glad to have those striped coastals. In my day, <laughs> all we had was striped coastals, so it's like, and that's as funny as hell. So, but. yeah, it's like uh, one of the things that uh, you know. I 
hope that we get into in the show, Scott, is like some of the uh, one of the things that we're trying to do is put some of the the lineage or the names out there of of these animals, so there's sort of like uh, a record of it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, so people understand some of the stories of like you know it was just like you said, Scattershot or Madame Blueberry or you know Poster Child. Uh, you know, there's there's all these different animals. Uh, I think of like Mo with Riddler. Like there's people that don't even mm. know who who Riddler is. I mean that snake is sick. Uh, I don't that's even know terrible. where it's it is. I know, right? Yeah. You know? It's so, yeah. We 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 actually had discussed this a couple of years ago. Some of us and it and it was hard because some of the guys who paved the way for us, Jason, Mike, you know the guys before them, Andrew Hare, the guys who aren't even in it anymore. Those guys yeah. don't have the time to do all the work that would be needed to do to get all this lineage put together because they have families, you know, they have real lives and, you know, they breed, but it's like, you know, they they have full-time jobs, you know, family with kids, you know, they've had these animals. It, I, I thought about it too, and I think the best you can do is whatever animals you have, do the best you can to get the lineage for that. So from here on out, you know, that technology is there. As you produce more clutches down the line, you know, then at least you have the parents or maybe you have the grandparents, you know, it's, it's hard. But some, but some of us have animals that go back to some of that, you know, animals that go back to, uh, Andrew Hare and VPI stuff, LASIK stuff, some of the old stuff. Leary. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those lines though, I mean, like, especially with jungles, like, when do you see anything that's like, uh, you know, Larry Black? Or uh, the only one that I know that works with Bandon Vetter is uh, Eric Kohler. I think Nick has some of that stuff. But, you know, I mean, these lines that, these bloodlines that sort of just got, you know, yeah. lost. It's a, it's kind of a shame mm. in a way. But, that's that's you know, the other thing. Make, uh, make friends with a couple of guys who do know some shit. Nick knows, you know, obviously he knows, he's, he knows a lot. And then, uh, there's a gentleman I think you're having on the show next week. That guy knows, man. He knows jungle lines real freaking well. David? Oh, yeah. Is he mm-hmm. on the, whatever he's on yeah. the show, I, I saw something about it. But yeah. he, he knows jungle lines. Like, these guys have the knowledge base, so at least, you know, you can put at least a good number of the puzzles together. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, was, I was talking to thing. him uh, uh, briefly, you know, briefly when we, you know, like he was coming on the show book to show and um you know the knowledge of things that he was you know he he's also keeps chondros and he was talking like a chondro guy but about carpets and you know i was just like it was like christmas day for me you know what I mean? it's, it's like needed. oh my it's god needed. it's like it's you know what it's like i equate it to this it's like when you know you know like when you saw star wars and you found out that darth vader was the father of luke skywalker <laughs> like that kind of thing you know what i mean you're kind of like you're like holy shit <laughs> you know it's it, it's it's like the door is opened and you you know this big secret now and i don't know yeah it's like think of coastals like who who's does anybody even know, like we say this name, Lemke, Lemke Line Coastals, mm. but does anybody even know who that dude is? You know? He's dead. Yeah, not many, probably. But, yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it, and you're probably right with that, is a lot of that stuff kind of gets left by the wayside, but, you know, because I, I, yep. I don't 
know that many people that are still working with it except for like handfuls of people. So I think yeah. that's what happens. Some of the guys when they get out of it, all of a sudden that info with with those founder animals, if you don't already have it somewhere, if somebody doesn't have that like Nick or someone that keeps track, then it gets lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those animals could be sold to someone who's not on Facebook, who's not on any social media, who really doesn't go on a forum. You know, that might get sold to someone like that. Next thing you know, well, where's, you know, Madam Blueberry? Where's, uh, well, I know Scattershot's not going anywhere because me and Mike have had that conversation, but, you know, where's this animal? <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, I'm actually no, I'm actually glad about that. It wasn't because I wanted to buy it. It's just because his wife doesn't even allow him to sell it. And uh, I was like, that's good. I know that animal's staying with a friend of mine. So, you know, it's good to know that. Right. <laughs> right. It, yeah, like, like, like if Eric were to ever try to get rid of poison ivy, I'd be like, should I buy it just because I don't want it to go anywhere? Or, you know, yeah. and then it wouldn't be able to breed for me, so it would be a useless animal anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> You still yeah. haven't bred them, huh? <laughs> Damn. All right, I'm going to end up breeding like Bolin I before I ever breed IJs, okay? It's, it's, that's the way it's going to go. I have, I, have three, I have two species of monitor lizard courting each other and breeding in my house. I can't get freaking IJs to do it. But, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> I know. It's awesome, though. It's awesome. And it's funny, you guys, it's funny you guys said how I had this colubrid kick for, I had that for like two days, and really that was just because Ryan had to be an asshole and keep posting up all these beautiful animals. But right. uh, mm-hmm. then that it, that kind of faded, and the next thing you know, I wanted to get some monitors again and freaking all these beautiful black roughnecks coming from Indonesia, and I'm like, holy shit. Oh. Uh, I, you know, I, I have no room. For, I have no room for a monitor right now. I mean, we're literally in the process of looking at houses and stuff, and it's like I can't buy a monitor right now. So that kind of went away, at least for now. And so I'm pretty good with snakes. So like Python wise, like pretty happy because I have stuff that I never thought I'd have or mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's more I want, of course. I'd re- I'd like to get more jungles. Not that I have enough already, but more liasses, maybe more Malukans if I, they come up for sale and they're not, you know, expensive. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. they're, oh, man, I've seen some beautiful ones up for sale not too long ago, and it's like they're worth every penny, but I can't afford it right now, so, well, or the well, space. They, somebody threw up a pair a little bit ago, and I'm like, those are gorgeous, $3,000, and goodbye. It's like, and it's not, nope, thank you, moving on. It's like yeah. <laughs> somehow Malukans went, up in price a lot. Those so, things, though, sure I've seen happened. pictures of those animals that were the, he, the pictures he put up. I don't even think were the best he had, man. Those animals no. were smoking, smoking. They were gorgeous, yeah. So, but no, but, and they were also no. adults, if I remember right. So it's like you kind yeah. of make your own price, and if you get it, you get it. I guess I don't know. I got pretty lucky yeah. in mine. I didn't pay. I didn't sell a leg or anything. And that's actually your fault. <laughs> yeah. So if I return the I favor. If I return the favor, you know, you have to buy a Malukin eventually. That's that's your fault to begin no, with. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, Tazel's fault, actually, technically. Yeah. That was at ICAST. Yeah. Yeah, that was at ICAST. Dude, like, ICAST was so much fun, and I wouldn't be surprised if half the people that were at ICAST ended up walking away and buying Malukins, and which is probably why prices are so high, because there aren't any more left, because... That animal, she left my table at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 
And I think I got her back around like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, where the hell is the Malukin? Is what ended up happening. And it's like, she just drifted around the room to different various people's hands. I mean, I think Mark Spataro had her for 20 minutes. You had her for a bit. Um, yep. Casper had her for a while. Eventually, like, I, I saw her across the room and I'm like, all right, she's good. And then she eventually worked her way back, but it was just funny as hell. So. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's funny, man. It's a, After that, I was hooked. And uh, people are like, man, where do you find your Malukins or where do you find this or that? And I tell people, it's like, man, just, just put it out there. Just make it no secret that you freaking, you need this animal and it will fall in your freaking lap eventually. And that's, I, I literally, both mine pretty much fell in my lap. I mean, the male especially. I mean, I walked up to a table at White Plains and, uh, I'm not going to name who it was just because, but he's a, he's a good dude. And uh, he goes, oh, you, you, you want a Malukin, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. And, yeah, you know, see, I knew, I knew at that point it was sold. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. I got Midas, who is not for sale, although people keep freaking messaging me and commenting and trying <laughs> to get this freaking snake. He will never be for sale. So, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then my female, I'm lucky my fiance got for me. As a as a present, I actually had seen the snake and shown it to her and told the kid. I was like, "Man, I wish, but I can't. You know, I don't want to. I have no room. I can't afford it." And next thing you know, she decided to go up there and get it for me with the cage and everything. Now I have a female. Damn. Wow. And they're both freaking fantastic, man. The the male Midas. <laughs> it's funny when you talk about scrubs, man. Malukins are not bad at all. Mine are both fantastic. It's just she. You gotta be careful with Midas because it's like it's weird. They take longer to go off of that food mode when you go into their mm-hmm. cage. Like mm-hmm. carpets, you touch you touch them with a hook or something, and it's like, oh shit, I'm not getting fed. All right, and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Midas, Midas, it takes me probably three minutes before I'm like, okay, I feel okay now grabbing you know a piece of you now because you've turned off. Yeah, but it's right. like, are you sure you're not play. feeding me? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, they oh, he's a double like, or triple me. trick. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just made him go fifty-seven days without food for a little, for a little, uh, just to fast him a little bit, just to stretch yeah. it out a little bit. And uh, <laughs> he hates me. He's so mad. Oh yeah, you <laughs> fed him yesterday. <laughs> it's it's oh, funny yeah. because they're like the same way with carpets. Their food response and all that, and, like they just want to be fed every day. And scrubs, especially like my scrubs and white lips, I don't really feed much mm-hmm. at all and uh he like for a couple weeks or probably a month he was like every day give me food but then like the last week he just ignored me like as just an fu or something like he was just so fed up that i did not feed him <laughs> i know you're not feeding me you're not even gonna get me to look at you yeah yeah that's that's what it turned into but you know the, the rats came out last night and it was like oh my god and it was pretty funny but <laughs> they're just such awesome that's man. awesome man. Yeah, they 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 are definitely cool snakes. You know, the one thing that um, with them in particular is that I never noticed until I had them is like the lavender hues that show up in the Mm -hmm. tail area. You know, it's like, oh man, these such such cool pythons. I'm surprised. It surprises me that people haven't tried to, you know, I guess produce. I don't know. It just seems like such a cool snake that. Uh, that people just kind of missed the boat on, I guess. I don't know. We yeah. think that people I try to figure so. them out. I don't you think know? that's what it is. 
I think there. I what do you think it is? I think they want to. I think there's people that have, I mean, there's people that have. You know, there's and mm-hmm. unfortunately, the people that apparently have figured out at least somewhat of the secret are not in this country. Right. Uh, you know, right. Phillips in Canada. So right. I think there has, but I think some of the guys who figured it out or maybe were closer, you know, for whatever reason, well, moved away from the project. Because I don't know. I mean, I think that's the I think, thing with Scrubs. If you if you listen to anybody that's kept Scrubs for a long time, you know, it's that's what it is. It's a, it's a very you have to be very patient with that project. And I think that yes. unfortunately in today's world we're so uh you know instantaneous gratification mode um that uh you know a project like that is really something that you have to be passionate about. And if 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 you're mm. not in that for the long term, then you might as well not even waste your time. Which you know it's funny it's, I mean it's like that for anything. Right. Like like you said, everybody wants instant gratification, so I think that's probably why some of this stuff you see gets crazy, you have like crested geckos, stuff like that that can breed pretty quickly, pretty easily. Even ball pythons that people are breeding in a couple of years. But like the other stuff, it's like these people get these dreams and hopes and like I'm gonna, you know, breed this and it's like, well, it's obviously not that easy because it hasn't been done before or it has been done so mm-hmm. rarely, so I don't get why people aren't more patient. I get it, but, I mean, you just got to be patient. And it's weird because I, I think of this all the time now. It's like, you know, had I thought the right way, if I was be doing this 16 years now or whatever it is, like, man, if I started something 10 years ago knowing I'd still be doing this, I'd be way ahead of the game or something. You know, I yeah. have old enough animals or this or that. I think that's part of it. And then the other part is sometimes, you know, I don't know, maybe you have, no luck with it for a long enough time and something pops up, some other project or some animal, you're like, man, I got to have that. And you're like, well, these guys aren't really producing for me. And maybe that, maybe that's the only reason people sell them. I don't know. Yeah. I right. mean, like you take a guy like Rob Stone, right? Okay. Um, I guarantee you that if it's not this year or next year, but within the next three years, he's going to produce how my hair scrub pythons. And why do I say that? Because he's had this female for a long time. He's focused on this project. He has a pair of them. But he, yep. he's, you know, he's made tweaks along the way of, you know, yeah, mm. this didn't work, that didn't work, uh, maybe try this, maybe try that. But the point, I guess my point is, is that if you look at, like, scrubs or white lips or any of these uh, more, uh, what would you say, high-strung type of species, I think as soon right. as you take them into an environment, they take, a, you know, four years to acclimate or something like that. Um, and then, you know, by the time that comes around, you sell them. And then, you know, yep. it takes another four years. And then the person, it just it resets the project. And then you have these adult animals that are like 12 years old that have never reproduced because – they just keep getting moved around from hand to hand to hand. And I, I don't think they're particularly difficult to produce. I, I don't think there's a special, you know, like a secret to it. You know, it just it just has to do with the fact of being patient. I really believe that. I, I honestly believe it has. there's nothing special about them, um, you know. Because think about it. At one point, retics were hard to breed. At one point, all yeah. pythons were hard to breed. 
You know, people were like, I can't breed them. You know, and now look at it. They breed like three months out of the egg. Um, I think there's one thing. I think there is something to maturity with some of this stuff. I would agree. And then, oh, yeah, so, and, the pro- and, the, and the other problem is, is that a lot of the mature stuff is wild-caught. So right. yeah. you're already starting behind the eight ball with that because wild-caught is a pain. So then, you know, like you said, you get the guys who finally figure it out, man, they get the wild-caught animals to breed, produce a clutch, those animals get sold, and then you got someone who gets them and – you know, like you said, man, they don't breed six months later or a year and a half later like ball pythons supposedly do or just, I know some people do. And it's like, oh, shit, man, you know, these things aren't breeding in even two and a half years, three and a half years. It's like, well, maybe they need to be five, six, seven years old to breed, you know, but no one wants yeah. to wait that long. Right. And like you said, and they get sold and sold and sold. And, and that's and that's the kicker because it's like what you were talking about with earlier, like if you started something – and or if you had the hindsight to get started in something and now you're doing it 16 years down the road, if you're the kind of guy like what I used to be where I kept getting these animals, trying, getting frustrated, selling those animals, getting more adult animals, trying, frustrated, selling them, I, I mean, I realized that I eventually had been keeping white lips for like four or five years. And yep. I never kept it the right way. I kept buying adult animals or wild-caught juveniles and raising them up and then selling them when they got the breeding issues, nothing bred. And it's like I realized all of a freaking sudden if I just shut the hell up, saved all the money that I was spending on wild-caught animals, stopped chasing the quick way, spent the money on captive-born and bred babies, and raised them up. If I had just done that way back then, I would have had adult breeding captive-born and bred animals. So, Man, you would have cornered the market. I know. <laughs> Stupid Owen. So... Honest to God, that's why, yeah, that's why I got rid of all my white lips like a year ago, because all I have now are captive, born and bred babies, and the two adults that I'm raising up to be what I want. I mean, that's the whole point: is that in seven years I'll have nothing but seven-year-old trio of captive, born and bred white lips, hopefully ready to roll. So, yeah, don't sell I mean, those. <laughs> Keep those. I, I'm not selling them. They're mine. Or just give them to me. That. I mean, if you want to give them to me, I mean, that's cool. Well, it, it, I love it because I, I talk all this thing about establishment and getting everything ready. I, I got, I was gifted a pair of adult golds in like December, and I'm pretty sure the females grab it. So I'm like, you're going to make me a freaking liar to everybody I've ever told everything to. You, you just know, I'm it. like, I'm. I know. I'm going to get, thank God, because if I, I wouldn't know how to explain eggs. So it's like, <laughs> if she if she produces them, I'd be like, shit, now I have to tell everybody I was wrong. Yeah, but you got to so, remember, there's exceptions to every rule. You know, you get the uh, right pair, yeah, and it yeah. just happens to walk into your room. I, I hate that, man. I hate people like that. I don't really hate them, but it's like, man, you got this Lucky project on your, you know what I mean? It's like, man, they threw yeah. two freaking animals together, and next thing you know, there's a clutch. Yeah, not fair. <laughs> Which is great. I, think, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you're 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 right on the individuality. I mean, we're talking about generalities when it comes to uh, you know, at least I am. But uh, I think that every once in a while, you're going to have a snake that, for whatever reason, acclimates to your environment and feels comfortable. 
um, in your, you know, in your snake room. And, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it came from a spot where it was on display out in the front where, you know, everybody's walking by and (laughs) stressing the shit out of the snake. And now it's in a snake room where, you know, maybe somebody's only in there once a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can certainly see that with certain things, especially white lips, that people keep them in certain ways, and it's like, well, yeah, that might not be conducive to breeding. And white lips no. are a little more touchy. Not to mention, I think part of the problem was when you have a large percentage of animals that literally hate you, that just really <laughs> hate you, it's, it's also yeah, hard nothing to like, more fight your that death. for yeah. seven years. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, who wants to keep a snake that wants to kill you for seven years? Not all of them are like that. I finally found that out. That's there is some truth to that rumor. But uh and actually by all rumors that's actually captive born uh animal. Uh Bane, my male gold. He's supposed to be captive born. I got him from a local friend of mine who uh he likes white lips and he dabbles in carpets. I think he's got he had a snake for you at one point, Alan. But uh, no, he had this tame male, right. and I didn't actually, I didn't actually believe him until I went over his house and I and I held the thing, and I'm like, oh shit, you really do have a handleable white lip. I never really met one of these. Hmm. But my female's yeah, not they're, that they're, way at all. They're few and far between, and that's actually, I wouldn't say that. It's a, I say white lips are a crapshoot. It's either I'm gonna have you, and you're gonna be pretty much act like a flighty carpet python where maybe you'll nip, but most of the time you'll just kind of cruise really quickly or they're psychopaths from the deepest pits of hell. So oh, I have one of those. It, it, exactly. So it's a toss up. I mean, and, and, that, and that's true with gold. That's true with blacks. That, that's just true with white lips in general. I've had nasty, like eight foot golds that are trying to murder me. And I've had black faces that are totally chill uh, my captive born and bred, my two girls act perfect. My male flips out, bites, and pisses on everything, and I hate him. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I hate you. So it's and like, there's a lot it, that goes into it, man. I think I think is. there's more than we know. I think there's there is those individuals when when they're bad, man, they're like insane bad. And then there's ones where it's like if you can get its trust and work it the right way you have a shot. Uh, my female's not like that. She decided any hook that came near her, she was going to kill. So it's like no. any work with her, it was, I couldn't work with her because of that. So now I pretty much treat her like she's venomous just because to keep the stress down on her. Cause I do want to breed eventually. Um, right. So I have so, a, her hide is something that I can close her in and take her out and uh, clean the cage and such. And then, she luckily she likes to spend time on the other side of the cage when she's not digesting or something or whatever, and uh, mm. you know I'll take the hide out and clean the hide if she does if she awesome. lets me. <laughs> if she well, lets me. Since we're since we're talking about white lips, why don't you go into a little bit of white lip stuff? Like what what are you working with exactly? Um, uh, how are you keeping them? Like what's your approach? Uh, I only have one point one northerns. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as much of a fan as the blacks. They're cool and nice, but I like the gold better, uh, personally. And I don't have the room to really build on my project, so I decided just to keep the one female. And then once I got the male, now I was gonna play them last year, and I. She she's just insane. And I've I've talked to you and every other white lip guy, Chris. I talked to Chris also, and. uh 
you know, it seems you guys all know that the pairing has to be compatible. So, yeah. like, I got really nervous when I brought my mail home. Not this, it was before winter, but not this winter. I think I've had a, a year and a half now, maybe two years. And uh, I looked at him, I looked at her, I looked at him, I looked at her, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm really nervous because she outsizes him quite a bit, and she's an insane bitch. And I'm like, if she goes off, <laughs> she's like, if, if she goes after him, you know, he didn't have the size to, to really handle that. So right. I was like, you know what? I'm in no rush. I'll give it another year. And then I think, I don't know, this year, I, I did the same. I said that I'm just going to give it another year. I wanted to get more size on them. And, uh, mm-hmm. But keeping them... When they're small enough, I like growing them up in tubs. I've had great success keeping them in tubs. Uh, it just works in my room. The tubs, newspaper, and a water bowl, and a hide. The humidity yep. stays perfect. I don't even put yep. bedding in my uh, my tubs because sometimes that causes the humidity to get too high if it gets wet. And I don't like mm-hmm. I don't like the white lips to be wet. You know that's that's the big thing people don't understand about humidity is it doesn't mean the cage is soaking wet to keep the humidity at eighty percent. Right. And you know that's why I argue about that in so many groups with carpets is because humidity does not matter for carpets really. I mean not really. Hydration mm-hmm. does, but uh, I mean uh, the tubs with newspaper, literally a hide, a water dish, and that's it. The humidity stays great. Um, and then I have my female in a, a custom-built melamine four-foot by two-foot deep by 18-foot uh, tall cage radiant heat panel. I would net, I don't know, I, myself, I did it years ago when I had my first insane white lip. Uh, I, I think I probably had a heat lamp on her, but these days I don't think I would do that. I feel that would just dehydrate them more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm, big, I'm a big radiant heat panel person when it comes to, especially white lips, my scrubs also. Uh, I keep my scrubs the exact same way. Uh, okay. Maybe just a little a little bit different because you guys all see me pictures of Midas. He's got cork bark and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I give her, she's got, like I said, I, I bought these, uh, these perfect plastic totes from Walmart um, that are like locking, closable, and I have my friend just circle cut in the top of it and then if I want to take her out and she's in the tub I just cover the the entrance hole take the tub out clean the cage or something uh you know cleanliness is also a big thing with white lips I try my best to keep them pretty clean uh and not wet although now in my adult cage in that tote I do give her moss and keep that Mm -hmm. moist the best I can she has a humid hide and she goes back and forth uh, between the two. Like, she likes being on the cooler, dry side or the warmer, moist hide. She'll go in there. Nighttime, and they're crazy active at night, like, more so than probably, I don't know what else, I don't know if anything else I have is that active at night. Like, once the lights go out, they're very often all over the all over the cage, freaking messing everything up, bending the wire for the, the temperature probe, and, mm-hmm. you know, making a mess. But, um, you know, I, I also, the other thing I do is I do use uh, cypress mulch in the cages. So during the shed cycles, I do mist. I don't mist most of the time, to be honest, um, unless it's really dry, but like during the warm part of the season, 
my room's not bad. So, like, when they go to shed cycle, I usually mist at night or something, like, once a day. And, uh, again, with the radiant heat panels, it's not the cages aren't overly ventilated. They're they're good ventilated, but not overly ventilated, so it holds humidity real well. And uh, that's really all I do. You don't have to overcomplicate it, honestly. They're not that bad. It's not, it's not that hard. Are. Babies can be. I mean, I you really do need to pay more attention with the babies because they can dehydrate quicker. Yep. But if you get one that's you know sub adult to adult, they're a little bit sturdier as long as you don't let them get real dirty. I really don't like letting them get wet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, humidity is not the wetness. It's, you know, it's the absorbed moisture in the air. You know, it's that Florida air, that, you know, St. Thomas, Virgin Islands type air. You walk out and you're like, holy shit, this stuff is, you know, slaps you in the face as you come out of the air-conditioned room or something. You know, it's, it's right. That, that's what you're looking for. But right. they're not so that hard. What? It's, just gotta, what, what's just gotta your first of breeding? Man, I don't freaking know. Praying to God she doesn't <laughs> fill my mail. Just kind of Literally, I mean, I, I, think, <laughs> I think age is, is such a big thing. And I know she's, yeah. I've had her for a while now. She's up there. I'm pretty sure he mm-hmm. has the age, plus or minus a year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just nervous as hell to put them together, honestly, because she is, she's so touchy. You know, she she would flip out. And I don't know. Um, if they get along, then we'll see. I'm not going to do anything different than I do for anything else right now because I don't, I don't want to really mess with it. My room cools itself in the winter anyway. Like I said, we're looking for a house, but, I mean, my snake room, would I'll pretty much do the same thing. I'll do the, the temperatures the same way that my room is. I'm lucky that during the winter it cools down naturally by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, not freezing cold or anything, but, I mean, I'll, I'll probably do it. Like, I do my carpets, you know, just maybe a little bit warmer. I wouldn't, like, if my carpets, if the light goes out during the winter and they're in the 60s, like, I don't, I really don't care. I really don't worry right away or anything. Right. Something like that. The white lips, the scrubs, I'm a little more cautious of that. I keep them a little bit warmer. I don't let them drop as cold. But I, I don't think at first I would do anything. I would just watch their behavior, um, maybe feed them a little more going into breeding season or something, and then pray to God that she doesn't kill my male. That's tame. <laughs> yeah, that would that would kind of suck. Yeah, I mean um, you know where you know how it is, Owen. You've done it. It's that I, first I, I pulled, is really I where it begins. Non-compatible ones apart. Yeah, I mean, and, they, I mean honestly, if that happens, that's the end of that's the end game for me. I really don't give a shit at that point. I'll probably. You know, I'll probably keep them both, maybe. I'll definitely keep him because mm-hmm. he's tame. I'll see what I want to do with her, or maybe I'll sell her to someone who, you know, is going to continue to try to breed him. But honestly, if I put them together and it goes that bad where I'm like, oh, shit, this pairing's not going to work, you know, I'll go from there. So that's, it's, this whole thing, this whole fun of keeping them and stuff could end real quick when I put them together. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, it's all on her. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what what what's the youngest white lip you've ever had? Um, I mean, both females. I had the female that shit I got from you was young. How did she go? Oh, I sold her to the guy yeah. I ended up getting the mail from. Yeah, she was young, and then the female I have now. I mean, they were. I mean, had to be yearling. 
two years tops, mm. but I would think a year, year and a half. They're very young, my female. My male had a couple, a good three or four years on them by the time I got them, I'd say. But cool. And like I said, I got him because I, I saw, I, I bothered this guy for quite a while when I knew he had it. And I said, oh, you know, you know how it is. This, this person has an animal that you want. And you're like, if you sell it, let me know. And I, he walked up to me to the Kipsy show. I, he had a white plane, and he's like, uh, he's like, he's still interested in the white lip. I said, well, how much is this going to cost me? Because yeah, it's coming home. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> and so, you know, he and Dane is is awesome. And he's 100% tame, you know, eats every time. White lips are, uh, my white lips at least are fantastic eaters. They never stop eating. No, they but, never stop. And I, I don't feed them a lot either. Uh, yeah. I, I do the same with my scrubs. I, I feed them sparingly. Uh, I don't want a monster evil white lip. Then no and one does. What's his, <laughs> what's his name? Steve, Steven Tillis? Didn't he breed his white yeah. lip like last year? I, and his female was well, yeah. not... You. One of them, no, they weren't. And actually, my my largest captive female is one of Steve Tillis's gold. Okay, there you go. So I have one of those. But um, right. it, it, it's funny. The it, one one last thing is like, and that's what the big contradiction I have with scrubs and white lips is, is that you have people in the camp over here that like they have to be fourteen feet, and then you have people yeah. over here that's like four feet, and they'll breed. And both the problem is that both people have been successful, and but like, God damn it! So I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I think yeah, it's, maturity maturity exactly. it's maturity. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. Yeah. So, Scott, one more thing. What was your reaction to your first ever white lip hairball? <laughs> no, I don't even know, man. I don't even remember because I had white lip <laughs> nine or ten, eleven years ago, something like that. It's it's so weird. It's not, I think most people don't even realize that they do it, or at least people that are interested in the species. And then once you own it and you see it the first time, you're like, "What is that?" And then, <laughs> I mean, I've read about it and stuff, and I've seen it. And I've I've have you ever seen him do it? I've never seen him do it. Yes. Well, actually, have I've you? I've never caught it. Times. I've caught it a bunch of times, but the one time I was away, and Andrew, like you, both of you guys have met Andrew. He's the monitor breeder friend of mine. He was over watching my animals, and he calls me frantic. And he goes, dude, your white lip, <laughs> something is freaking wrong with it. It's freaking out, and it just regurgitated this thing. I'm like, oh, it's a hairball. They do that. And it's a long yeah, it's pause. so like, weird. What freaking animals do you have? I'm like, it's all right. So it, it, it's so weird when they do that. Cause it they, looks supposedly like they, like they, do this, they supposedly do something else where they – it might be similar to the hairball, or it might be involved with that. But I, oh, what the hell is his name? He was like one of the guys. He used to, I haven't seen him on Facebook in a while. I can't recall his name right now. Mm-hmm. But he was like he had the White Lift website um, okay. for a while. Like had a, the early information on that. But anyway, he he messaged a whole bunch of people once and was asking. They supposedly do this behavior where they like suck in air and then like release it from both their mouth and freaking ass or something. It was so weird. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling that was I, I have a feeling that went hand in hand with the hairball thing. And I I think I've heard it quite a few times, but I've I've never seen it myself. I always see the hairball after, but I've never seen them in the behavior. It, it's it's not a gentle thing because like I mean no I, that's I, what you've I ever heard. Seen this, no, if you've ever seen a snake regurge. 
it's not a gentle, it's not like that. It it is there. They're writhing around, their mouths are open, they're freaking out, and then this thing just pops out of them. And once once they get it out, the white lip is like, oh, good, that's over. Let's go back to sleep. It's like, you know, it it, it is the weirdest thing to see. And that it happens on a regular basis is weird. Why did they do it? Why did they do it? No freaking idea. No idea. That's actually a really good question. I never thought about that, but it's like, I don't know. They just do it. Yeah. What are they I eating mean, in the wild? Are they eating rodents in the wild? I mean, why? Uh, yeah. No, they do. The young ones will eat. Yeah. The young ones will eat other stuff, whatever they get, lizards, you know, typically young pythons. But, yeah, I mean, the older ones, yeah, they'll eat the, the local rodent stuff. It's, you know, it's, I don't Animals know. and birds. Yeah. So. Do they yeah. do any kind it's of, like, funny. uh. Are they? Do they do anything like as far as combat or anything like that between like uh, males? Yes, it's very they hate violent. Each other, they all combat. <laughs> it's, it's everything. Combat happens regardless <laughs> of sex. Combat. <laughs> yeah, you don't need what to see two males. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that, that's white matches at this point. <laughs> well, I know that. I know that, like with olive pythons, uh, you know, to really get them to go uh, and be successful with them, having an extra male is, uh, you know, I'm just curious if maybe you guys thought about uh, that with when it comes to breeding white lips. No, I'm I'd, terrified to put I my have... male and female together. I'd really be terrified yeah. to put two males together. <laughs> yeah. I did. Well, uh, all right. I did try this because I did have that group of blackface for a while. And I had two boys, two girls. And I did have the one female in with the one male, and I did put the other male in there for, like, five freaking seconds before I'm like, everybody's just going to start killing everybody, and I need to stop. So I did kind of try, but I also chickened out. But I did do the whole, like, that male shed and that male shed, so I'm going to swap their sheds into different cases. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's the way to play that game, the sheds. Yeah. So I did that, um, but I was, you know, I, I've never actually tried. And with those pairings, what I can tell you is I had two pairs of blacks and uh, a pair of golds, and a trio of golds. And I and out of the pairs of blacks, I had one pair that were on the opposite ends of the cage, and those were the ones that ended up fighting each other. And then I had another pair that would never leave each other's side. Like, they were always curled up with each other. There was – so it, just looking at that, it's like, would combat Yeah, you really should have kept that pair. Anything? I told you I was stupid. So yeah, you should have kept like, that pair. I'm working on it. We'll, we'll get more. Blacks are on the list. I will have black phase before I turn 30. So You should get those no, new, cool, tame, you know, black, black white lips. That's a crock. That's a crock. You know that. I know that, but these guys are all all about it. They might be tame. Now, let me say this. They might be tame, but all these people that are acting like they never came in the country before, let me tell you, they've been here. It's just that someone someone paid attention to, hey, they came from here, and now, hey, the first time, no, they've been here. They've come here. It's just that Dan, Dan, who is for an importer, I think Dan does a great job and has incredible animals. Um, He actually paid attention and, you know, and put in the homework. No one did that before. They're, they've come through before. That's those came black, white lips, but I guarantee you're the exact same locality. They're right. here. But 
you know, whether or not they're that tame, we've ever had, All the calm white lips we ever had came from that area. Now we just realize yeah, that they all that came from that thing. area. Yeah, yeah I thought so that too. Now, yeah. We'll see how tame yeah. they stay. Uh, well, here's the thing. I would rather <laughs> trade. My, my problem is, is that because I'm on the captive kick, I would trade a psychopathic captive born and bred blackface for any tame wild caught. So I will be spending the money and getting a pair of captive born and bred blackface white lips, which means I'll probably be about six, seven years away from trying to produce my own. And I will gladly take the time and wait and build them up. So Absolutely. I, there you go. I think once they're I think once they're more established in captivity, they'll chill out a bit. You know, oh, I think so. I think it's just yeah, like with with anything else. It's just like the the, the more that they're bred, you know, the, the I shit, I remember when I was a kid and my dad had retics. Those things would rip your face off. You know, I mean, because they were in the bush yesterday. Yeah. It's yeah, also that's that what people I mean. have to understand what they are. They are territorial and they're also I don't know if it's because they're that thin skinned, but it seems like they don't like being touched. No, like more so than anything else. And like, sense. if it's if it's a mean one, and it doesn't like being touched, and you touch it with a hook, it's fl- it's not going to be will happy. Let you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it and similar? I, I won't spray they... any of my white lips like directly mm. on their skin because that just even my male. I think my male yeah, probably can do like, it, but man, my female. Um, if, if I spray, forget about it. It upsets really? them. Yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. They'll whip around. Look right at you. Huh. So, yep. Yeah. Interesting. Sometimes. <laughs> well, it's it's funny. I was trying to get pictures for Eric of the gold female because I'm like, I think she might be grabbing. And he's like, get me pictures. I'm like, I, I can't. She'll bite me in the face. He goes, why do you like white lips? Like his his question. Was I, don't know, I, asked my, like, I asked What is wrong that with you? Question all the time, man. Yeah. Why the hell did I do so, this? Because the one I had ten years ago was insane, and it only ate birds. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why I got back into them, but they're awesome. <laughs> they're so yeah, they're, pretty. They're, they're, they're beautiful snakes, but, you know, like I was saying, oh, I don't know if I was saying this on the air or before in, like, the pre-show thing, but, you know, it's kind of like you have these, you work with these different species, you try them out, you're like, uh, yeah, that's not for me, and then you move on. And, like, you know, I, I keep going back to, you know, I, I'm okay if a carpet bites me. Like an adult carpet, if that bites me, no big deal. Ooh. You know, that'll hurt, you Ooh. know, whatever. <laughs> but if you're getting bit by, like, you know, a 12-foot scrub <laughs> in the head, oh. that's, oh, yeah. that's kind of, you oh. know, or like even an 8-foot white lift, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I, that I, would hurt. I don't White lips chew. White lips chew, too. They don't just like. It might be my room. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe when I move, I'll have, like, a different opinion because there'll be, like, room to move and stuff, you know? Because my room's kind of tight. You know? Like, it's it's, it's like there's, there's room in the center of the room, but it's not like. I don't know. I always felt like. I could not get out of strike range of anything, <laughs> you know, and it's, I don't right. know. Right. So to work with this, with an animal like that is kind of. I, I think about that with Midas too, because when Midas is full grown, I think about, I'm like, uh-huh. man, when he has that first 
I'm hungry, I want a rat strike before he realizes there's not food, it's going to be a pain when he's full-grown, man, because it's going to be like, mm-hmm. he's coming out a lot of yeah. heat, you know what I'm saying? It's like you need the room yeah. to be away from that. Yeah, that's yeah, like I a six-foot strike range. I think what kind of did it for me with uh, with Scrubs, uh, as far as, like, at the point, if, if uh, like, meaning I necessarily am not at the spot to work with them, uh, just because when I was in the room and I was walk- I was working with a pair of Southerns, and the thing just, like, you had to have two hooks. Uh, it gets on the one hook. It's striking at my hand. It's on the other hook. The other hook dropped. I can't get another one because it's across the room. Uh, you know, I, it's just like, I don't know. It just, this is crazy. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And like, you know, I pick up the inland carpet and it's cool. And I look at it and I, everything's all and put it back and, you know, juggles like little strike, like it's going to pretend to bite you. And it's like, That's okay. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's cute, you know? And then, like, you know, you pick up the scrub, and it's like, you know, uh, it's like a heat-sinking missile just shooting Going straight through your eyes. head. Yeah. They, they yeah, there's there's a big difference between aggressive <laughs> carpets, and maybe not all of them, but, I mean, carpets that are trying to bite you and, like, scrubs and white lips that really hate you, man, because, I don't know. Oh, like, there's intent. There's <laughs> such a huge difference. Like, when they really yeah, want to bite you, it's, yeah, they're oh, yeah. much smarter well, about yeah. it. Yeah. You know the carpets do it from far away, and they'll just strike at you. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. My adult. I, it's funny tonight. I was. Uh, I. I have this. I have that app. It's um, uh, Reptiscan. And, yeah. And uh, on the, uh, on the, on the app now because I have like the premium version of it. You can actually put in the weights of your animals and what it'll do is it'll track the weight and they'll give you a graph of how much they've grown over the years. Nice. Um, and you know, it's, it's just pretty cool for like data and information and such. Anyway, I thought my males, you know, like tiger male and my albino male, I thought for sure that they were a thousand grams. Nope. Yeah. 700 like, grams. What, 700. Yeah. Jesus. Christ. 700. <laughs> He sired three clutches, three years in a row, you know, 700 grams. And I'm like, oh, my God, wow, that's small. Yeah. But there's no need to really, I don't know, keep them bigger. Uh, you guys probably well, no. are different, but. Well, no. <laughs> it's a proven no. male. You don't need to get any bigger. It's his own damn fault for breeding. So, yeah, forget you, dude. Yeah. You really don't, man. I got I two jungles. My my VPIs are massive. I mean, my females. Yeah. You you've seen her, man. It's that picture. It's that one from the calendar two years ago. Her head is right. Just, it's massive, and uh, you know, it's. I think it's two things. I think some of the old school stuff, VPI stuff, and uh, similar old school lines were a little bigger anyway. But mm-hmm. that was also when I had them. I also wasn't as well educated in stuff, so I did the old school. Let's feed and feed, and then she bred for me. And it was like right after she bred, when I really should have slowed down. It was like, no, let's feed and feed, and she's freaking massive. And yeah, it's it's been a nightmare getting them to breed again. Uh, and I don't even know if it's her or him, honestly. But um, 
But then on the other hand, you have Spark, who should have bred for, like, three years, and then finally this year he decided he wasn't gay or anything like that and knocked up Calypso finally. <laughs> and I'm, I'm literally waiting on eggs to drop. Like, I keep checking, but she's, you know, making weight. But uh, yeah. Spark was, from the moment Spark hit that minimum weight, then I was like, oh, you know, that first year, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll put them together. Probably won't happen. Didn't happen. Then it was like two years after that where it was like, oh, right, now he's got that extra bit of weight on him. He's a nice adult male. He's got age. Man, he wanted nothing to do with nothing. So it's, like you said, it's, you know, mature enough, and they don't necessarily need to be huge. I prefer yeah. them not to be yeah. as big. I don't, it's not massive seven-foot. I don't even know how many pounds. Doesn't need to be huge. Doesn't need to be the size of like a big coastal for jungles. Coastals so, don't even yeah, need to I be mean, that big anymore. It's like that. That I did the exact same thing where you can almost track what were some of my first carbon pythons because they're the ones who are seven feet long, eating jumbo rats, and then you have my like next couple phases because they just keep getting progressively smaller. And then I have, like, my adult females that are breeding are three, four feet eating medium to large rats, and that's it. So, and that's just the way it is. No more of those animals that are popping out 40-egg clutches. Just be tick retick clutches? Yeah, my, my mini yeah. retick clutches, yeah. <laughs> well, like, my adult, my adult citrus tiger, female. I mean, I know they're smaller to begin with, but she's I'd be lucky if she tops out at maybe five feet and she mm-hmm. just laid 17 eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, good enough. I'd go with that with Calypso. Uh, she's, yeah. the jungle, she's the jungle I have grabbed right now. I'm waiting to drop. And she's, like you said, five would be stretching it. She's in a four-foot cage. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to do the math. And five, maybe five, maybe. Yeah. And not a fat That's size awesome. either, you know. It's not huge. It doesn't need to be massive. I, I think that goes yeah. with uh, the scrubs and the whitelists and the, the liasis. Like, people keep asking, oh, when are you breeding scrubs? And it's like, man, unfortunately for you, I got my female really young. And I've grown her really slow. And not mm-hmm. huge, yeah. but really slow. Like, I don't, I'm not power feeding her. I'm in no rush. So, you know, message me in about three years, you know. So, <laughs> at least three years. You know, but right. Uh, like I said, Calypso, she hasn't laid yet, so I don't know how many eggs her first clutch will be. But I mean, I'd say five foot tops, tops. And my same with my white lips. She's my female. I didn't grow her crazy, and she's probably five to five and a half foot. And I really don't want her to get any bigger, lengthwise. Right. Yeah. But there is something to say for genetics of it. There is genetics involved. Sometimes you know big line of animals, sometimes they're smaller lines. There there is something to genetics of it. Oh yeah. I think right. uh I think my Brisbane coastals, they're gonna get big. I think they're gonna get yeah. big just because they're southern coastals and, and yep. they get big. So I think mm. we're gonna <laughs> with my Brisbane though and you're gonna be looking at uh when you come over they'll be in, as big as like, you know, your old coastals. <sighs> <laughs> They're on my list, dude. I want Brisbane. I don't know why, but I don't oh, know why I haven't had them yet. That's my next question. Is I don't know why yeah. I haven't gotten them yet, but I might let Nick convince me when I call him for I my don't know yearly. About you guys, 
you purist guys confuse me, man, because here you got a locality type animal, and I'm the only yes. one with the localities of of these carpet pythons. I don't get it. I was dis- <laughs> I was distracted by morphs and combos that you kept. It's not me, but it's, it's not, their fault. Yeah. It's not black and yellow, so that's part of my yeah, problem. Uh, Scott, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of black and yellow. So I got some questions as far as jungles go. Like, okay, so let's talk about your collection a little bit. You know, I mean, sure. I know we hit on it a little bit. Like, what what do you got going on? What's what's the pride and joy of your collection as far as your jungles go? It's got to be the freaking VPI big female, but just because I've had her for, uh, let's see, she's an 04, and I got her like 2006, so I've had her about 10, 11 years now. Wow. So, that's like, nice. you know, that's you have an animal that long and it's still black and yellow and she's she is as tame as, you know, any carpet you're going to find. So it's it's hard to not include her, even though her and whatever you tell them don't want to breed for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, I got them and then I got a little bit of the scattershot stuff. Like I said, I can't get enough of that. Uh, Spark, I'm sure you guys have seen Spark, man. He's clean black, clean yellow. Do you know a little bit about the history as far as Scattershot? Like, what does that, where does that originate from? Dude, I have so much shit written down somewhere and all these stuff that goes in my snakes, and I don't even know, like, I should know more. I know Scattershot, (laughs) Scattershot, I want to say, is wine bread because he was the son of Delia, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike, if you're listening or if you hear this, I'm like, bad if I'm I'm wrong on this. But um, I like I said, I have everything the animals like that I could find out somewhere. Like I have to go through it all. That's but. no big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. I just thought maybe you knew off the off the top of your head. That's no way. No, like I, you um, know, it's I have so much side stuff going on and so much stuff going on this year, especially that it's like I'm just a little bit scatterbrained. Like some of these guys are like. David and uh, uh, Josh up in Maine and like two other like Nick, you know these guys know that stuff, man. Off the top of their head, like it's you know nothing. I have it all somewhere written down, but sometimes I get a little sad <laughs> brain. Forget, yeah. especially when you don't work with one line or something. When you got different stuff, it's in the ass. Yeah. So that's when you true. go and you're and you're, do you look for so like when you're putting your collection of jungles together do you go more for lineage or a mix of both um you know it's it's it depends it's a little bit of mix i you know of course i like some lineage and you know a lot of people are like oh you know i want to get a carpet or especially when people start talking about jungles and it's like look you're going to spend this much you should know you should be able to see pictures at least the parents or it's not the grandparents Mm -hmm. Look for a good color, all that. Um, what do I look for? It depends, man. Sometimes you see something, you're like, I got to have that. That thing is just insane. Like, Headhunter did that to me once where I, I inquired about something, and he's like, ah, it's sold already. And I'm like, ah, okay. And he's like, yeah, then look at this. And I'm like, ah, shit. And now I've got Floki, who's a really nice animal from uh, Abel and Zahara, and just really broad yellow banding. Um but I don't know. I tend to go towards, I really like clean black with not a lot of tipping. 
Mm-hmm. Like Spark. Have you guys have seen Spark? Like, I really like that look. When there's, I don't know, like, as much as, like, there's times I'm like, man, I, I don't need tipping in my stuff. I like low tipping, just clean yellow, clean black. And then some of these guys post up their jungles with, like, really crazy tipping. Like, I think Andrew's got one. I, I think the Headhunter, and it's it's just going to be a stupid adult just because of how tipped out it is. And, like, you can, I can just see it. I'm like, man, when this thing is an adult, it's going to be insane. And uh, right. two things that I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards trying to do, um, Calypso came from Sean from Relay Python uh-huh. Forum. And I don't know if you guys remember the feet, the jungle that was on the shirt, the Relay Python shirts. Do you remember that jungle? Yeah. Yep. Really yeah. crazy high yellow. That's mm-hmm. Calypso's yep. mother. And uh. then... Floki has pretty good broad broad uh, band going on, so I kind of want to try and push something towards, like, really high yellow, like, not 50-50, like, higher percentage yellow bands, really broad yellow bands. And then yes. Spark, who's just crazy deep black, I want to get one Suna decides to breed. Um, I want to breed the Suna, who is from Jason Balin, um, from his zebra to uh, Brinkley, I believe. Oh, and, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and actually, according to Jason, the other night, he thinks, I think Tim and Chris said that she was probably the best one from that class. She's just really nice, clean black. I want to kind of do some kind of breeding towards that, you know, really nice, clean, low-tipped-out, dark black. Mm. But then, you know, you yeah, I stuff, have... you're like, oh, I have to have this, and it changes everything. Right. Yeah, it does. My, to me, I th- I think you're I think you're right. I think the black. I do like tipped out stuff, but for me, like I love my. I'm just drawn to it. Like that clean, clean velvet black. That's just like it's just. I think the contrast it just makes it pop. You know. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of like where that it's at for me. There's, don't get me wrong. There's some tipped out stuff. Like I said, I think it's Andrew Paris. He's got one that the tipping on is just insane. What's that? Do you remember uh, Jake Milbrat stuff? Like to yeah. me, that was like tipping was insane on the stuff that he had. I mean, I would just be like, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Well, there's wow. some tipped out stuff, but I mean, at the same time, when I look at that stuff, and I'm like, man, that that's just absolutely gorgeous, but it's like, I don't know if I'd have a place for it here. I mean, I'd breathe for whatever. Black and yellow is black and yellow. You're winning either way, but at the same time, when I have not as much tipping in most of my stuff, it's like, God, I wouldn't be doing it justice here. Right. Yeah, you'd be kind of, then you're added it in. It's kind of like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd probably try to put it to my old school VPI stuff more. I mean, that's more the classic, normal, average Jungle tipping. Look, yeah. And I have a couple things here. I mean, Valkyrie's got a little bit different look. She's half scattershot. Uh, she's scattershot. Well, no, not half scattershot. She's scattershot and uh, Eve instead of Delia. So, I mean, I have some different stuff here that could go with it. But, like I said, I, I tend to go towards the clean, less tipping stuff. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Very cool. Gotcha. So... Here's a question that, um, you know, often gets asked when it comes to jungles. Um, what about as far as picking out 
what are some tips that you could give as far as kicking one out of a clutch uh, that, you know, I, I mean, it, let me let me first start by saying that it's impossible to know, and sometimes you get it wrong. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? You, you think this one's going to be killer, and you sell that one, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, but what do you look for in your jungles if you were going to hold it back? What would be something that stands out to you? Um, you know, I think if, if I'm looking at something, if, if I produce it, then I look at firstly the pattern to me, because maybe that's what I'm looking for. High yellow bands or it depends, but you know, if I produce it, if I go to a breeder, and, you know, if I go to Mike Curtin or if I go to Headhunter, I don't necessarily look at all the babies, you know. I might ask them, be like, man, what do you think is going to look good? You know, because mm-hmm. you really, you could think you have this baby that's going to turn out to be stunning, and it's not. Or, you know, it's it's not what you think. Or you have something that you look at it and you're like, yeah, I don't know how that's going to really turn out. I don't know if it's going to be, you know something crazy but you know I'll buy it anyway and then you grow it up and it's like holy shit I I hit the jackpot on this thing but I feel like if you go to a breeder and they've had that pairing it's a known pairing that you know obviously has trophy animals and you say mm-hmm. you know what do you think is is the best baby here you're you know this is what I'm looking for they know the animals they know what's come from it and and maybe they can see that something that you don't but, I mean, right. if it's something I produce, it depends on what I was trying to do with that pairing, I guess. I mean, if you're producing black and yellow, just keep all the babies. Screw some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because that's, that's just, that's, you can't do that later. because then I can't, I can't get any babies from them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> but, you know, if, if, like I said, if I do this thing with Calypso and eventually Floki, once he gets old enough, uh, the first thing I'll do is look at the the banding that I you know I'm shooting for for the project. I'd like to get high yellow banding, you know. And then right. I would look for maybe the cleanliness that I like, you know. And I don't know. I don't know if I I've seen Headhunter stuff well, like it gets lighter every year, man. Like that that gray area where the yellows come in, getting lighter uh-huh. every year. In my in my eyes, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like yes. Yep. It's like such. It's becoming mm-hmm. a lighter gray color, and it's like, man, like these these things are coming out this year, last year. I just feel like they're going to be stunning. I think if you get an eye for that, I don't have it. I'm not as good as some of these guys. I've been lucky. Uh, I'll be very honest. I've been pretty lucky. But um, if you get an eye like some of these guys, and you see the certain color, the certain tint to it, and you know, like I said, man, I've watched Headhunter stuff especially last year, some of these babies, the coloring, it's getting lighter, and I think that's going to be just better yellows, darker blacks. I think it's just getting better. Yeah, I think that's one of the yeah. things, I know this is, this is off on a tangent a little bit, and Mike, you'll, I mean, oh, and you'll probably, uh, I'm thinking Mike Scattershot Exotics. <laughs> um, oh, and you'll probably beat me up for this, for saying this again and again and again. But that's the thing I miss about the, uh, the forum is the that forum. you used to see what those animals. Yeah. You used to see those. You used to see that progression. You know what I'm saying? Like you would see it. Whereas on Facebook, it kind of gets 
it kind of gets lost, you know. You don't have that same, like, oh, I remember when he's hatched out. Oh, look, this is the second shed. Oh, look, you know, now it's a year old. And you're like, holy shit. Like, you can see the progression, you know. The one good thing about Headhunter is that he sort of has that on his website, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that, that's a cool thing, so you can check it out there. But, you know, I don't know. This is something that I miss. The one thing that I noticed that I've been pretty lucky with, and this just applies to carpets in general, is that I look for a hypo-like look. That's what I look for. And to me, that animal is going to have stunning colors as adult, especially in the neck area. I don't know if you guys have yeah behind the same that. thing. Yeah, but like I know what you're you look about. there and it has like this this sort of like it almost reminds me of like if you were looking at like an orange ghost ball python type of look like it's in shed but what? not in shed but bright like yeah it's uh, come on what I'm, ec- I'm, ec- I'm, ec- I'm echoing <laughs> Owen's what? thoughts here you lost you were me doing you fine and terms. then you then you turned left it was like. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to relate it so people can understand. I'm just trying and to give them. Thanks. A, you, a just, you just you just related <laughs> you just related jungles to ball pythons. Thanks for breaking my heart. That, all right, that's enough. Now, Eric. Eric needs to go sit in the corner oh, you for a good ten minutes. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, I'll tell you what. You're, you're anyway, ch- you're killing good. me. I'll, I'll, so I'll, I'll keep my trick, up. and you guys can have all it's the ugly carpets. So you and Bill Siegel have this trick. It's the only people who could be like, you know what, that kind of looks like a ghost, orange, whatever the hell you just named. So, yeah, it's not a good You know trick. what? Anyway. You know what uh, has, uh, has knocked me out with this year specifically is uh, the poison ivy clutch is totally yeah. opposite of that. So I had the whole bunch. I watched it all grow, and the ones that I thought were going to turn out dark are not as dark as the other ones that are. Uh, like they're just getting black. <laughs> they're literally turning black. So I don't I really know. want to Whoa. say it didn't turn dark. out because it's not a morph. <laughs> What's that? I really want to say uh, that. That's a sick snake, well, though, man. That's, and it's it's weird. It, it's. Poison Ivy is a pretty sick IJ, man. And I, and my first carpet was an IJ, in fourteen wow. years ago, something like that. It was an IJ. No but, shit. Um, no shit. Yeah, yeah. It was a Pestor IJ, man. He was, he was a mean little bugger. But uh, mm-hmm. I think, and it might have been my first two or three. I don't remember. I don't remember. And yeah, I got a couple IJs, and then I got my VPIs like ten, eleven years ago. Right, they're all fours. Yeah, so they're 12 years old. So about 10 or 11 years ago, I got them, and I've never not had jungles in my collection since then. But yeah, my first probably two to three carpets were IJs from my local pet store, and then uh, a couple local people. So I, man, that's why I was joking. Jeez. I used to joke around with the dark siders, man. I, I used to use that Bane quote about being born in the dark side or whatever the hell it was. And like, man, <laughs> I grew up in the dark side. You guys. You guys don't know that. I know the IJs. I like IJs. I like all carpets. It's, but, uh, you know, it's too much black and yellow. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I will admit, I mean, like, when you're looking, when you go to, um, you know, when you go to a reptile show or you go to somebody's collection or whatever it would be, you know, I have people that come here. You know, I have a few really nice jungles that are in the up and coming. 
And sure enough, when people come and look at my stuff, that's the thing that people gravitate towards. You know, I can show them, like, an albino zebra jack, and they're like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, because nobody they... cares about morphs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you guys don't. I'm you an don't. albino. And, and, you, no, and you Owen, don't fool yourself. All you. I have to do is dangle something in front of you, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so don't tell me no. uh, I'm not a more person. No. Listen, no, no, no. no. The, one of the funniest conversations you ever, you and I ever had is we were in your snake room, and you're like, man, check out these IJs. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you, like the, the glazed look that was on my face. You, like, it took you so long to realize that it was just there. And you're like, and these are the diamonds. I'm like, finally, something I can get into. And you were like, you're about ready to throw me out of your room. So, yeah. like, yeah. But It's weird, it, though, it man, because that's... you have different people for different things, man, because. You do. You know what? There's yeah. people freaking out over bowlings online, and it's like they're awesome snakes. Don't get me wrong. I held one, but, like, I'm in no, like, I don't feel the desire to really get a pair. Like, you know what? I, I like they're they're I incredible, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I mean, to me, eventually there would be a snake that eventually I would want to keep. I think though, for me, what I've learned about myself over the past year is that, you know, I've learned to curb the. Uh, I just listened to somebody be excited about what they're working with, so now I want to work with it. You know? Like, it's right. very hard to hard do work. this show weekly and talk to somebody, and they're excited about it, and to stay focused on what you're doing. You know what I mean? You talk to somebody right. about, you know, you know, they're putting up this blue mite phase chondro, and you're like, oh, my God, i got to have it. You know, next week you're talking to somebody about, uh, you know, white lip pythons, and, you know, it's like, I need four of them. And, you know, you're talking to Blake Bauer yeah. about scrubs, and you're like, well, dude, I need the whole locality of everything. And, right. you know, it just gets crazy. And, like, I think it's for me, worse, man, especially when you start looking at the, the stuff that's underappreciated and uh-huh. you're friends with the people that, like, love that shit, and it's like, man. Yeah. Because I'm in, I'm in all these different groups and it's like I've gotten into like I have all kinds of things that I'd love to own maybe one day this that the other thing and it's like you watch these guys put up this stuff and it's like oh man I I need well, that I don't know how the hell you've only stuck with one type of liasis like that, how the hell don't worry, do you not well, have it, anything else because man room that's that's the uh, only now, reason now, is uh, room you said that twice now so now you and Eric are now both looking for houses now Scott when you and your fiance are looking at houses, and, I, and I've met your fiance. She's she's a very lovely person, and she's totally accepting of your reptileness. Are are you looking at like basements, and like are you doing the exact the same thing that Eric oh. is doing? Or like I don't give a crap how many rooms there are. What the basement look like? So are you doing <laughs> that? Here's here's the problem, and here here's, oh, no. here's the problem. My fiance not only does she accept this shit, man, she's got her own shit now. Oh, then it's totally mm. over with. It's done. So, so it, it's it not started with the pythons. <laughs> it started with the ball pythons, so we got a few of them. And, like, they're – even if they never breed, they're never going anywhere. She loved every one of them. But, man, we got uh, – a ta- we have a, we have a little bit of everything here. We got a frog. We got a tortoise. But we have a tower of gargoyle geckos now. A oh. Tower. So, oh, wow. You know, okay. 
So I when like we get a house and we have a room, yes, it's going to be – there will be more room. There will be more geckos. There will be more snakes eventually. Um, but, yeah, no no joke. My, my room – let me tell you something. I thought my room didn't have more room until we decided to put up a tower in the middle of it for geckos. <laughs> You know, and it's cool though. It's you know, and 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 let me tell you something. It's there's times when it's like, ah, shit, I got a girl who likes this shit too, and it's like you're you're both drug addicts. It's terrible, but it's it's very cool, man. She she does a great job. She loves this shit. Uh, I've That's had awesome. to jump in a few. I've had to jump in a few times because uh, the ball python community can be idiots. So I got her out of those groups, and then uh, you know, there's people who you know like to attack people who are little less experienced in groups so i had to jump in a couple weeks ago and make that guy make realize he's an idiot but um you know it's it's very cool because it's like yeah we i don't don't have to look for a house and be like i need this room and it's like she's like what do you mean you need a snake room we need a room for both and i'm like oh shit that's right <laughs> so, what about but you know, you know what's cool though. Let me tell you something, man. Gargoyle geckos, like you don't really need heat. They don't really need anything special. Like it's they're easy, so it's nice. It's like you just throw a tower up in the middle of the room as long as your room's warm enough, and a whole bunch of exoterras and tubs, and you got a nice little collection going. And she does, man. She's done the same thing that I, you know, I, I've tried to do. She's got some nice selective animals, and you know. She's doing her thing with that, but um, so, yeah. so it's, it's going to be interesting when we get a house, man. It's going to be very interesting. Exactly. So, so like, and to answer your question, the wedding, it's like an explosion of reptiles. Is it going to end up hitting your guys' house? No, no, I don't know. God, I hope not. I can tell you that there won't, <laughs> be, any, there won't be any reptiles at the at the wedding. I can tell you that because that's already been nixed by her mom, and also the fact that the place doesn't all animals. But I was like, that's okay. Jerks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not really. Cause I don't like bringing my animals. I don't like bringing my animals out of the house anyway. I'm pretty bad with that. So ship any um, wedding now, present animals directly to you at your house. Yeah, yeah no. It. If anyone now wants, what, K- KJ, if you want to send that new animal you just got here, I'll treat it for whatever it's got, and I'll take care of it. It's a done. Yeah, I didn't. We're not all right, even we're getting with it. I knew no, it no, was. Oh no, he didn't. He didn't tell me I wasn't allowed to go public, and that's his mistake. If you're going to tell me something, you need to tell me I'm not allowed to do things with it. So All right, I already knew. I was on. the only one. He posted it in a group of people that 99% of them don't know much outside of ball pythons and the rest of the common stuff. And I, I, I said one – he said it's uh, less common than rough scales when someone brought up rough scales. And I said, is it a oh. python? He, he said, is, I said, is it a python? He said, yes. I said, F you, I know what it is. And he's like, he said, I was like, because because only thing less common, especially now, is liasis. Let's, I mean, yeah. for the most part, someone said Owen oh, Kelly. I'm like, get the, they're not, come on, be what realistic. The, wow, we went way too far there. Yeah, I was like, you said, no, there's no such thing as that outside of Australia. You're talking, oh, he, I knew what it was. That's that's and it's actually pretty cool. Uh, you cool. know, it's, and it's and that goes back to what you said. You can't believe I don't have more liasis and it goes yeah. back to room. I have the smallest liasis that fit in tubs very easily. Yeah, but um taboos are easy that, to that I have a, a very short list. I, I want to expand on two things. I want to breed my next carpet so I want to start that project which will be coastals or brettles maybe. Uh, oh hello. But um <laughs> eventually I'm glad you yet. said those two options. I can help you there. I'm sure you can but you know <laughs> 
But um, and and I and I do want to probably get another uh, another species of liasis next. I don't know what it's going to be. You know, what, man, those I really don't like the papillons, but okay, don't go fuscus. You know, just just don't. All right. If you, if you want to come here when at Carpet Fest, if you want to go and open up my female fuscus bin and see if you really want water pythons, <laughs> I will allow you to do that. I <laughs> you, you you won't want them, all right? No, no, it, it, good luck. waters won't be the next. I, you know what, the tap ones, man, I love their freaking head structure and the way they look. They just look incredible. They're it's obviously harder to pythons. get. Yeah, you know, um, I the one liasis that uh, that that really got me, and this wasn't until Owens were adults. Well, on the way to being adults was olives. Monsters. You know, I mean, yeah. that's another possible. Everybody, I, I always heard Nick talk about these, and he, you know, he's always trying to get me to get them for the longest time, and, you know, I kept putting it off and kept putting it off, and then finally, you know, I, I don't know, there's just something cool about them, you know, and they're a big snake, so you get that sort of big snake kind of feel, and they're just really cool, cool, I, super I, underrated I'm so proud snakes. of mine. I'm so proud of mine. Yeah. They're on extra-large guinea pigs right now. Okay. That's right, dude. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. they're, they're starting to, because we, they, there was no breeding that ha- was happening, so I separated them and I started feeding them again. And they're starting to go through shed cycles. They're starting to get like bulk up, and I'm like, yes, more guinea pigs. So you know, <laughs> I may be going a little mad scientist right now. So yeah, I'm gonna hopefully get my sabus later this year. We'll see. You. It, you you just send me a pair, all right? Just send them over. I need more Savus. Well, you so. can go look at Eric's when we trade for the Northern Jungle that he has. I like that term, <laughs> by the way. That was beautiful. See? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. People know they're yeah, here. That was a good Nobody, not too many people want them because they're, they, you know, I guess they don't look like the ones that have been selected bred yeah. in Australia, but, you know, I'm ready for mine, no. so. Well, let me, yeah, but let me get tell them you. now and then. You can start selectively breeding them. Like this is no. this, this is a basement I'm project telling you. to start building on. I'm telling you, they are they are very cool. The problem is, is that just like inlands, very hard to capture the true color of what they are. It's 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 just uh, difficult, you know. Um, you did fine. I saw the pictures. Screw everybody else. Just don't worry about it. You breed them, send them to me. I'll take care of them. Don't worry. There you go. Scott's like, I don't care if you can't capture the picture. I know what's going on here. Yeah, I know what's going on. 90% of, you know, it's funny. There's there's probably a very large percentage of people that are going to listen to this episode and be like, Northern Jungle? What the fuck are they talking about? (laughs) Don't worry about it. There's a Northern Jungle? Yeah. Skip it. Don't worry about what it is. If you don't know what that is or what we're talking about, don't even worry about it right now. Yep. Research. Um, so (laughs) I think, I think, I think, I know you were saying, you know, about as far as carpets, the next one might be, uh, a coastal or, or brettles, um, is that, uh, is there a particular type that you're looking for or like, yeah, not more thought that out yet. Yeah. Oh oh, yeah. I know not more. Dude, no, you, you know, and, no. and hold on, hold on one second. Oh boy, here you we go. You have to tell oh, here me. We go. No, all right, 
you guys are going to sit here and talk about morph this, that, not a morph. But I'll tell you what, a hypo brother, uh, I don't care uh-huh. what you say. That snake uh-huh. is hard to beat. It is. I'm telling you. I will completely agree. Oh, it's hard yeah, to beat. It's a yeah. freaking red snake, dude. Of course it's hard to beat. These <laughs> things are stupid looking. Stupid. Yeah. Yes. Dude, open the open the complete carpet python. If you're new carpet python owners, if you don't have that book, get that book. But what are you open doing here? that. Yeah, <laughs> look at the freaking hypo brettle. It's yeah. I mean, but you know what? And that's not to take away from the normal brettles, man, because they're nice too with the with the black shot there. But yes, the hypos are gorgeous. But um, yes. Yeah, I got to turn some I more photons, say- bro. What's that? I always got to change <laughs> the why morph. You got, why you gotta bring up the morph? I know. It's just, uh, because you can't help yourself. Because I, no, I mean, I no, it's just I, me and Eric. It's all good. <laughs> you know, I, I like. I think the closest to those, though. Um, so, like, I work with the fours. I have Priceline Brettles. I have the Hypo. I have Harris Line Brettles. I have the Stripes. So, like, I see those the difference. Fours, so, though. like, if you. Mm. Fours are probably the closest to They're the hypo, like that really, really light look. The Harris line seems to have a lot of black in the tail part, so if you like that, it's the, the, you know that's kind of that look. Really dark, like brick, like uh, brick red. Really dark yeah, red. They're pretty. You know? Whereas yeah. the other one thing I don't like of, is the stripes. No, I like the stripes. stripes. That's just me. The I stripes. don't. I'm not a fan of them. Just me. The stripes are kind of like, stripes. they don't, they kind of have the color of like, uh, and this isn't to take away from like the price line or the uh, laser line or anything, but they kind of don't have that uh, same color as the other two. And, and like, especially with the stripes, I think maybe, maybe if uh, when Nick probably produces, like, the hypo stripe. I even think that's going to be difficult to probably get that color. I'm sure he'll be able to do it, but, I mean, that might be something. Uh, It'll be interesting. Ask, but, yeah, no doubt. Um, but, uh, what would be next? God, I, I, don't, snakes, man. I don't know. You don't know what? Well, I mean, oh, I, I don't you, know. Uh, like oh. I said, it's my, I think my goal, like, eventually is to you know, at least for a little bit, work with every carpet or subspecies of carpet and eventually try to produce all of them. Just, you know, as a just for my own, like, hey, I, I did that. And yeah, maybe yeah. eventually, like, once I have the space, I wouldn't mind, you know, I'll always have fucking who knows how many jungles, but besides that, maybe just to have a pair of all the rest, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You uh, guys already do. You guys already probably do, at least to, you guys already have a pair of all the rest. So yeah, I know. I have everything. So everything, but everything. Ibercata. I have everything. Uh-huh. You know, but I, 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 Oh, there it is. <laughs> so it's like there it is. I have. To but no, eventually I will. So I, I've actually been thinking that lately. I'm like, you know, what would what's the next step? And it's going to be, you know, and I don't know when because this house thing kind of dropped on us a little unexpectedly. We're hoping to do it next year, but um. You know, once I can afford it, I want to get the female of whatever I decide to play with next. And it'll probably be, I don't know. I'll leave that up to to wonder. I don't know what it's going to be. I need a man to buy J2 for my female eventually. So that's, I got that to consider. 
Oh, I'll have some nice, uh, nice, nice selected bread IJs next year. Hopefully, I will. So. I know you will. I know you will. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll be we'll be talking about Carpet Fest. I got some questions about some other stuff you got, so don't worry. Okay. I will not have IJs um, ever. So, I'll tell you what's the sleeper carpet, and this is because I don't know if I talked about this on the last week's show or not, but um, my inlands are becoming adults, and I want them. Good lord. Oh I want the inlands. Yeah. I know, like, nobody kind of cares at this point, and I think it's because people haven't seen adults, you know? And, uh, wow, they're killer. They yeah, no, they're really nice. Like it, it, it's What's that? Like bread lie. Like, it's honestly got like bread lie. The best way I have for selling bread lie is I need to bring an adult with me, and that's when people start actually paying attention to the little red worm over here. I mean, that's just the way it goes. So, you know, throw I, more I, throw more genetic freaks in there, and people will start really liking it. Oh yeah, and that's, I mean, and that's not know. a joke either. <laughs> and it's not a joke. It's not a shot. It's it's legit. Put more morphs into it, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I gotta have that. Of course you do. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the if that's the sad. If the silver uh, peppers were here, everybody would have them. Uh, you know that is to a certain extent that is a is is true. That's kind of sad. You know, my thing with carpets is, is that I like them all, you know. Um, I do like the crosses. I like the morphs. I like the locality. I like the, you know, just the subspecies. So, like, we were and that's talking, okay we were as long as you own that shit. Yeah. yeah. As long as you, you own know, it. Like, and you And it's not just that. As long as you, you know, respect it. You know what I mean? It's like, Eric, everybody knows how much passion he has, but you know you're not new to the game. You're not like, hey, I'm just trying to make morphs. You, even if you were just doing morphs, you still have respect for everything. You know, you're not going to breed whatever to whatever and sell it, and probably lie about it and say, oh, this this is a jag sib, but it's actually a jungle. You know, that's <laughs> the stuff that people. Yeah. And but yeah. that's the stuff that's happening. You know, there's the more people get involved, that's the sad state of affairs, but. That's why you yeah. buy it from people with good reputations. Yeah, yeah you know, it, I've actually hurt myself when it comes to the whole morph game. It's because, like, I take my time raising things up. And, uh, you know, I could have been one of the guys at the forefront of some of certain projects and when it comes to morph stuff. and But I don't know. Again, that's not what it's about for me personally. And... You know, I, I'm just really into carpet pythons as a group, and I just take my time with, even with my babies, you know what I mean? They're like, I was talking to a guy about, um, he, he bought a, a baby from me, and at the same time, he got babies from somebody else, and he was uh, wondering why they were, why it was smaller. And, you know, I explained <laughs> to him that, <laughs> I said, basically, I don't feed my babies through the uh, through the cool down, I don't. I don't yeah. feed them. They don't eat because more than I, I, I'm. I'm not sure which one I'm selling and which one I'm not. So I'm acclimating those babies to my environment. Like I never understood yeah. the whole idea of like, well, I don't acclimate babies. They don't get cold. Well, why not? In nature, they do. I mean, why all of a sudden at two years old do you shift? To me, like, get them into the groove early. At least that's my opinion, you know, and that's what I do. So, my well, carpet's a lot of people who later. something and 
Yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. get something, pick up that care sheet, and they're like, oh, and it's like, man, pick up a book. Dude, stop it. No, it says, it says 85 degrees, but it doesn't mean you need to put all this energy into keeping 85. You're just going to screw it up. The snake can get down to 82, man. It can get down at night. It can get down in the 60s for a couple nights or something. It can routinely get down into the 70s. You know? Right. Oh, yeah. Don't, you, don't worry. It's like, and I do the same thing, man. I let my snakes get cooler, and that's just because my room gets cooler. And dude, everything does fine. As long as it has heat available or, or the right things available, everything does fine. And I get that, in that argument online once in a while when, I have, when I'm bored at work or something about humidity. And, it's like, oh, it, right. and you, you guys see it. It has to be 60% humidity. And it's like, no, it doesn't. And they're like, yes, it does. It has to be 60 80%. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. And you don't even, you're going to mess stuff up more trying to get it to like that middle ground by spraying it right. in the wet. And then you're going to wonder why my snake has a respiratory infection. Or yeah. scale rot. Yeah, and then people are amazed. They're like, when do you miss two carpets? I don't know. I don't remember the last time I missed a carpet in 14 years. Probably never. Or maybe never. once or twice. You know, I, I don't. Never have I missed a carpet. They don't need it. It is going through a bad Maybe it does shit. not really matter. Yeah. Just give it a clean no. water bowl. Give it water every couple of days. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely don't. As long as they're hydrated, no. The only thing I've noticed with, at least in Philly, um, that uh, the water is hard. So I've noticed with IJs in particular that when they, they get they get the calcium on them, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, especially when they're going into a shed. But I, I solve that problem just by giving them spring water and, Problems yeah, I have some stuff yeah. I treat my water with the dechlorinated anyway. And when we get a house, I all completely plan on getting RO filter and doing reverse osmosis water for everything. Or, yeah, you know, I, or something. Yeah, I, I give all mine sparkling water. So like the Ooh, bubbles, sparkling I find water helps them. A <laughs> little bit of little you lemon know, wedges. Yeah. You fancy? You're so high end. I know, right? I know. <laughs> goddamn. Gotta be fair. I have. Yeah. I have to have clean water because the uh, the one frog we have. So you know, <laughs> all the water <laughs> I have is clean anyway. I guess. Yeah. So. For for anybody who's into reptiles, if you ever want to know how clean water is, get a frog. If it lives for a week, your water wasn't that clean. So yeah. If, <laughs> like if you want to find oh, out how shit. acidic your water is, get a dumpy frog and see how long he lasts. Yeah, so, that's, that's really true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, for, you know, for all, the new, for all the new people who are getting into carpets, you just stop overthinking it. Stop. Humidity yeah. does not matter, really. And temperatures, man, I mean, like, people ask me questions all the time, and so is you guys, and I just tell them, you know, I, I give mine the warm basking spot. And then they're like, oh, what's the temperatures on the other side? I don't know where room temperature is, and I don't really check it. It's not hot. It's cool, you know. Yeah. And that's really and, – and I know there's people that have controlled rooms and stuff, and they have success with that too. But, you know, a lot of the people that ask questions, it's like don't overthink it or you're going to overthink yourself into causing a problem that's not there. True. Yeah, so – I, I got I got something for you as far as uh, temperatures go that kind of surprised me. So I have 
with my diamond pythons, I keep them outside of my room. And you're looking at probably an ambient temperature during the day in the 70s. And I provide them a basking spot, and I use uh, a, a bulb, you know, like a heat bulb. And the way I have it set up is, like, there's a branch that's directly under the heat bulb that you're looking at maybe 100 degrees, you know, and then, like, underneath that, they can go down underneath the branch, and it's probably maybe, you know, 80 degrees. If they go a little bit down, you know, towards the back of the cage, then they're probably looking at, you know, 80 degrees. And sure enough, I've noticed <laughs> with them in particular is that, uh, you know, and it's on a timer, uh, you know, right before the, the heat's going to kick on, they come out, they sit right underneath that at 100 degrees, right? They're Jesus. just basking at 100 degrees. And then they'll stay there for like maybe uh, 40 minutes, an hour. Then they kind of move down. Um, then they'll go and they just hide you know, for a little while. Um, and then later on, right before the light, like maybe an hour or two before the light's going to kick off, especially if they've eaten, they'll go right under that basking bulb again. And then that kicks off, and whatever my temperature of my house is at night, could be 60, could be 70, you know what I mean? Sometimes during the winter, it could get down into maybe even like low 60s. Like, mm-hmm. That's what they get, you know? Actually, no, I, pretty, well, I used to do that. Simple. I actually used to, I used to during the winter for breeding for stuff. I used to turn the like the heat off. I did like a whole down, turn the heats and lights off, you know, x amount until the deepest dark, darkest part of the you know the winter. And during that time, they had no heat, no light at you know for twelve hours or whatever it was. Less more than that probably. And they got right. real cold. And I I used to do that, but honestly, now they got more caging and racks and stuff. It became a pain to like oh, okay, these adults over here I'm trying to breed, so I want to do that with. So now I just, I don't do anything. I literally let my room temp drop normal winter temps, and that's all I do anymore. Okay. So do you but put I, a heat spot at nighttime? Do you allow them yeah, access I do. to Yeah, they, they have access access to heat 24 hours. I used to not, but now I do. And, uh, you know, in some of the the cages have some of the cages with like heat panels that are on thermostat. I'll throw a night drop on there or something, but mm-hmm. you know, I have one so big cage, which is going actually soon. I have some cages coming, but that has a, it's built with two heat lamps on top. So that, you know, obviously doesn't get a night drop, but. Right. So do you shoot for, you don't shoot for a temperature then you're just looking like I'm letting the whatever the room is, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, they for I mean they get the heat spot. You know what I mean? I I I don't I measure the heat though the basking area and make sure that's mm-hmm. you know I don't want it to be 120 degrees or anything. So of course I make sure that's okay. But after that, like I'll check the temperatures on the cold side or something like that. Make sure the cage isn't like holding a ton of heat or something. But my my room doesn't get down into like the 50s really. It's usually during the winter 65 around there so and you know i'll just let the room drop and then that will drop the cool side of the cage and then they'll still have access mm. to basking so yeah i think uh i think with with the northern stuff i think that that works well i think with the southern carpets that's where that's where the you have to get them colder 
I think. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. I absolutely, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, no, you can't breed yeah, diamonds man. this way. No, no you can't breed them this bread way. Bread lie either. You gotta, you gotta almost like freeze the bread lie. It's ridiculous. Like it's, I, it's I, I think scary, I only. Man. It's hard it to. Is. It's hard to. Like, every fiber uh, in your bean that... tells you no. No, <laughs> it's too cold. You know, mm. and you're just like, stop it. Ah, I can't do it. <laughs> But yep. you know, dude, with the like, colubrid guys, man, just talk to them, man. They throw their snakes in a fucking basement at forty degrees and leave them for the winter. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's 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 yeah. not. If the snake can handle it, the snake can handle it. Again, it, that's I, I don't I don't keep meaning to go on this rant, but that's why I feel that like for me personally, in my experience of keeping a variety of different pythons, I've kept a lot. Of, uh, well, I've kept a lot of them, and to me, the most Party, you know, no shed issues, no, very rarely, you know, any kind of respiratory infections or anything like that. And I don't know if it has to do with me just being super excited about the group or whatever, but carpet pythons seem to be hardier than any other type of python that I've kept. I've had problem, more problems with ball pythons than I've ever had with carpet pythons. For shedding. No, there's there's a there's a hundred percent truth in that. That's you know, that's because carpets like, are freaking adaptable as hell, man. Yeah. It's, yeah but just, now, the, yeah. now there is one thing. There is one thing I think where you might see issues, and that's if you have an animal that's kept at let's say ambient room temperature only, or something with with it's more heated, over eighty two, mm-hmm. really rooms at eighty two. So the cool set snake's getting is eighty two. And then that animal gets sold to someone like me that's going to put it through winters at 65 degrees. That is where the problem is because it's become accustomed to this. It's body's accustomed to that. And then all of a sudden you change the way you keep it. Then you're going to have an issue. I think there was, um, I think we had Shane Whitaker on a long time ago and uh, he's a vet. And um, he was talking about how, like when people get new snakes, they very rarely does he see people talking about and asking how the person kept it. What they'll immediately mm-hmm. do is put it into the way that they keep snakes. And that's yep. where a lot of times people run into problems. There's no acclimation period. Like it doesn't, you know, you don't, you're just like turning the switch off. That's <laughs> not good. Yeah. Whereas, like, you should, should gradually bring it into, uh, you keep it like the person kept it, and then maybe, you know, gradually back off the temperatures at night until you get it into, you know, your keeping regimen. Um, right. It's probably the best advice, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I, if you're going to do it, definitely do it gradual. I mean, I just had, let's see, 14 years of having carpets. I just had my first visit to a vet with a respiratory infection. Mm. So oh, yeah. and that was and that was and now that was mostly my fault because I missed the early the earliest little minor signs that I would usually catch. I mean, I've had it before yeah. where you know a snake gets a little <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, let's heat this bitch up real quick and you know, crank the heat up. Yep. And it's not a problem. And I I you know and I saw it. I saw a couple slow tongue flicks and that's all it took for me to to not pay attention to. You know, mm-hmm. I had a million things going on in my life and I I just missed that and next thing you know I opened the tub one night and you know this thing's got a freaking respiratory infection just enough where I'm like ah you know I need some antibiotics 
So I went to the vet, and I'm really not a big fan of most vets because most mm-hmm. of them don't know what the hell they're talking about. But, you know, when it comes to about, yeah. about, about 20 minutes into it, she didn't really like me too much, I don't think. When I said, uh, no offense, you know, that's, I'm not going to do that because you don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I basically, yeah, it's it's pretty funny, actually. And she's a very nice lady, and she had a decent reputation. But, um, you know, I, I, I tried to tell her, I said, you know, that's my first comment. I said, I told her, I said, it's a respiratory infection. You know, I need this. You know, I need I need antibiotics, and you know she's asked me all these questions, and I really don't think she liked when she's like, "What's the humidity?" And I'm like, "I don't know exactly." I mean, it's in a tub; the humidity's not bad. Well, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, well, I I've been doing this for a while. I I don't I don't keep track of that. So you know, she wanted me to crank it up to like 95 degrees and all that. I'm like, I'm not putting this thing up to 95 degrees. That's a little higher than I want to put it. And I said, look, I said, she's like, well, you need to put a humidity gauge in there. I said, well, I've already raised the temperature. I've already raised the humidity by covering the uh, the ventilation holes. And it's humidity is where it needs to be. Well, how do you know that? Well, because I know my room. I know how these things work in my room. So, you know, she wasn't the most happy with me. And I also wouldn't let her do uh, blood work and an x-ray and uh Oh yeah, the other thing was she looked at the belly. Yeah, she was going in the shed and and uh, she looked at the belly and it had that little reddish tint they get. And she's like, "Oh, it yeah. could be septic." And I, I, she said it could be septic. And I said, "No, you you need to relax with that. It's it's not septic <laughs> at all. This thing's fine." Jesus. You know what I mean? I'm like, stop. You know, I I get it. You're a vet, and I just just give me meds. Give me the needles, please. So she's like, "I'm going to yeah. give you the antibiotics anyway," but. You know, you have to understand that you're kind of blinding me if you come back without doing blood work and all that. And I said, that's fine. And, and this was legit the most textbook mm. respiratory infection, I mean, to a T. So I was like, I, I won't be back. I just need the antibiotics to take this, <laughs> take it that little extra bit out of it, please. So it was fun. Yeah, fortunately. We deal with is very, very knowledgeable when it comes to reptiles. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're lucky there. Uh, I think so. He uh, um, did I? Uh, he and I are actually. Um, I brought a snake to him with a respiratory infection, and he and I got on this talking thing and this kick. Um, he is actually been talking with a bunch of other vets, our vet, Doctor Adam Dennis, and he's given me a nebulizer to start trying to, like, do nebulizing medications for reptiles. And he's okay. going, talking to other vets, and he's trying to figure out what best inhaled antibiotic he would give. So it's like, I'm like, all right, yeah, we can guinea pig this shit up. So um, we're trying to work out the best way. We're trying to figure out the best kind of drugs. And then if I get another RI, we're going to give it a shot, and then I'll let everybody know how it goes. But... For right now, he's got the nebulizer for me, and we're, he's building a chamber, and then he's trying to figure out all the drugs, and uh, he's going to get back to me probably on Friday. So, yeah, um, hopefully if that goes well, I'll let everybody know, and they can start their hopefully own Hopefully it's not the F210 or whatever shit one that they were yeah. pushing for a little while. Oh, don't do that. No, 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 no. It's not going to be F10 nebulized. No. 
yeah, that is no, not don't going that. to be it. We're using medication, not cleaner. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and to be and to be fair, I mean, you think about it, respiratory infection that could that could be a good avenue with some medication like that. You know, like it could be a good well, way to treat it. So. Well, you know, I, I I lost a carpet python this year, and it turns out he had a massive infection in the lungs that turned out to be not only you know somewhat drug resistant, but you know also had a little bit of a um, aspergillus fungus to it. So it's like, okay, how the hell do you combat something that's sitting in the lungs? And that's, of course, what started us on our conversation of stop with the freaking needles. Give me something that can get right into the freaking airways. Like, give me yeah. something that goes right into his lungs. So that's what we're looking at. And to be honest with you, if I have to spend 50 bucks to get a nebulizer and a you know $20 sweater box with a hole drilled in it and call it a freaking day, done oh yeah so, absolutely yeah all good i found uh <clears throat> this year was um i think that uh the one carpet group that i find that is the most sensitive is the ijs and uh this was the year that uh, i did have i think that um stress is what uh induces uh respiratory infection a lot that's what did mine Mm-hmm. In particular, in particular animals and breeding is very stressful. Um, so, uh, you know, that's exactly but, what did you know, mine. It was it wasn't an IJ in the jungle, but it was the stress of breeding. It wasn't clips. It was yeah. uh, it was actually Suna, and you know my male spark was all about her a few times, and then you know, like I said, the the little bit of cooler temperatures and that stress, you know, it just doesn't take much. No. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Especially um I had the what it what especially did it I think for me and again this is my fault but um I had uh poison ivy that I was trying to breed with uh I picked up that tiger IJ from Mike Curtin and uh it's humongous. <laughs> it's a he is a massive Oh my animal. god. Yeah. Good god, that thing is huge. I'm like, Mike, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> but <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> he puts my coastals um, to shame. It's huge! Oh my god, this thing has to be like three thousand grams. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. But anyway, uh, I put him in with her, and just to give you an idea, she's probably fifteen hundred, so he's double the size of her. And I think it just, I think it yep. just stressed her out, you know. It was like they bred, they locked, everything was good, but uh, I think uh, that was just too much. So, so no worries. <laughs> and it made me rethink my, um, made me rethink my thoughts as far as especially with breeding carpets and what enclosure size uh, should be. You know, um, I think that uh, especially with breeding, you have to be able to have a big enough enclosure to where that animal can kind of get away. Um, and mm-hmm. still be able to access things like heat as needed and hide as needed and all that kind of stuff. Where yeah. you know, some sometimes uh, you know, for for room purposes, I guess or whatever, I, I may have skimped on space or you know stuff like that. But <clears throat> we'll all be fixed soon enough. <laughs> but uh, you live and learn. You know what I mean. So 
Well, that's yeah, the biggest cool thing, thing you got to do in this hobby, man. Learn. That's all yep. it is. That, yep. Learn from your mistakes. Yep. We all make them. You know, just just learn from them. Yeah, it's Definitely. a shame that, uh, I don't know what you guys think, but it's a shame that, like, people don't post their mistakes as much as they post their successes. So for, like, a new person well, getting into to the hobby, they kind of look at it and they think, like, you know, and they see you know, guys like us or people that are breeding or whatever, they're like, oh, these guys never have any problems, never have any... All the time. Never have any issues. <laughs> yeah. Everything just as smooth as can be. That's really not the case at all, you know. It is 16 years, man. I've had plenty of issues. And you don't – sometimes you don't want to talk about it because it is somewhat embarrassing. Like, a few people know that uh, the Ruffies aren't here. They're not with me. And a few people know the reasons behind that, one of which is because Vulcan, my male, has had a tooth abscess. He had it in the front of his mouth. And I was a dumb shit. And I lanced it myself, which led to a outstanding infection in his mouth. Ooh. So my vet, my vet is an hour away from me because I do not trust any other vet but my vet. So my friend Andrew lives literally 10 minutes away from the vet and has taken care of the roughies before uh, during the whole move thing. So both rough scales are with him because Vulcan is bouncing back and forth from the vet because of what's going on in his mouth. He is being treated. He is getting better. But it's like, Owen, you idiot. You lanced a infected thing, and you thought that it was just going to be fine? So it's like, that's just how it goes. Now, there's nothing wrong with the girl. She's just there because, please feed her. So (laughs) Andrew feeds everything, and I wanted to get bigger. So it is one of those things where I've learned from that mistake where it's like maybe there is a lot of things that I can and can't do. The other thing that happened to me this year as far as when we're talking mistakes is I went away for a weekend and I had a friend come up who is a vet tech and I had him give some injections to a certain number of my pythons who were having like those winter wheezes and stuff like that, just a shot of Batril. I thought because he was a vet tech he could handle it. I could show you three of my pythons that now have probably permanent scale damage because the injections weren't given the proper way, and they were given too low on the side. Right. One of which right. is my albinos. One of which is my albino. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's like, shit happens. So I'm learning. Everybody learns. Fuck yeah. it, man. No. Shit, shit happens. You're gonna have mistakes. You're gonna have. You're gonna have shit that's not even your fault. It's just you're, gonna go wrong. Yeah. You, there's no, there's, yeah. The more animals you have, the more that's going to be out of your control. The, an animal's going to randomly get sick and pass away or yep. something. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you just got to get back to the basics. Just, you know, and when that bad does happen, because I've seen a couple people lately that had uh, bad things happen, and man, I know the feeling where it's like you just want to fucking sell everything. You, you just like, Wait. man, I, it's, it's, it sucks it out of you for a little bit, but uh, just. You know, remember why you do this. Remember why you enjoy it. You know, don't get out of it. Just take a step back, take a breather. You know, it happens to all of us. I mean, I lost Sikwana, that really nice Nick Mutt and IJ, uh, during mm-hmm. laying eggs last year. So uh, mm-hmm. the one female IJ I'm keeping is for her for that reason. You know, and there's nothing I could do about it. She, she's 
she whatever she her head like an egg that was like calcified or something that never came out and binded her up and shit went south and it happened you know yeah yeah it's it's I will say that's a good thing about this community is man I had like six people like on the phone with me like hey hit me up give me advice just little non-invasive little ideas like try this try that and at the end of the day none of it worked out sucks but you know there's a lot of good people out there that you can reach out to definitely yeah that's 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 true look um you're absolutely right about the community and i'm curious do you still what's your thoughts on currently on what's going on with the carpet community do you think good bad Indifferent. We need to go back to the forums. (laughs) Yeah, we need to go back to the forums. Y'all need to go there a few things in the forums. That's all. See, now I will admit, I'm like, I I have not been in the forums for a very long time. You challenged Eric to something, and of course Eric challenges Owen because I don't know why. So I go on to Morelia Python. I throw up some pictures of my super caramels. Freaking reptile report runs with the super caramels. And all of a sudden, my Facebook page for Rogue blows up with like 200 new likes because yeah, Rogue Reptiles is linked. With... Yeah, you're welcome. Shut up. All right. So <laughs> it was like, it was one of those moments where I'm sitting there and I'm like, God damn it, Eric. Like, I don't want to admit things to you, but that was good. So I did, dude. I did the same thing with Bane, man. I shared this picture of Bane that everybody loved all over the place. And freaking, I put it in the in the forums, and Reptile Report shared it, and then someone tagged me in, it and I click it, and they're like, I don't even know, like a couple thousand likes and like all these shares, yeah, comments, all these comments, and it was funny because, and you'll appreciate this, all these people are like, oh my god, I want one of these, and I'm like, no, you don't, you no, you, you stop you, talking, you, <laughs> you do, it looks cool, but man, it's it's gonna bite you, just saying, yeah, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, if if you're if you're out there and you want to try to drum up business or uh, you know some a little bit of you know some anticipation for your future pairings or if you want to show off your animals or if you're one of those people that's like man if I could get in the reptile report I'd be so happy go to the forums and post up apparently that's where they look so dude it's, 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 it's funny like, it's like this especially for these these new people in the carpets you have this this old school guys that really aren't even some of them aren't really in it anymore uh some of the yeah. names and then you have like these mid school guys that have been around for a long time and they're still around and then you got guys like us that have been doing this for a while and stuff but all that information uh, most of that information from the guys before us that taught us it's all up there in the forum, man. Everything you ever wanted to know is right there. Yep. Yep. Even lineage and stuff. You know, yeah. Oh, I, I, found yeah. Calypso. So I found Calypso's pairing on there. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've gotten so worried about the the forum not being there that I actually have this note called uh, this app called Evernote, and whenever I <laughs> see particular pairing, uh, a person posts up a cool-looking animal or whatever, uh, my phone, like, I'm able to save the picture, and I save it into a file, you know, like, 
you have these different notebooks on this app and like I'll have a, you know, carpet more for jungle carpet or, uh, you know, whatever the subspecies is or like breeding talk or whatever, anything that, that pops up that, that like, that at some point later down the line, somebody might say, uh, you know, I wish we had pictures of that, uh, you know, whatever from such and such pairing. Um, there it is. It's saved. Yeah, there they are. In this app for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes on the forums, it's like what I've noticed is like when you go back and you look, you know, people uploaded those pictures through uh, Photo Bucket or something like that, and the link is not there anymore. So the information is there, mm-hmm. but the picture isn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I've just been trying to keep track of that, and, and it's, it's a labor of love. So, I mean, that's just how much I love. I'm into carpets, you know, like doing that. But I, I've amassed this, like, <laughs> crazy, you know, if, if people went through it, they would probably, I'll have to show it to you when we're at Carpet Fest, but, like, just crazy information about all these different carpets and the hobby and people and the this and the that, and, you know, all this different stuff. But, uh, you know, it's you're right. It's right there. You know, I try to do that with jungles. If I if I see information on a jungle, I'm like, oh, you know, so and so, whatever name jungle, oh man, so and so just posted the information on that animal, the, the previous lineage to that animal. I try to save that into my phone. You know, I just need to find a better place to put all that together. But yeah, no, I I do the same thing, especially jungles. Yeah. Yep. So. I don't know. Hopefully, uh, I noticed like uh, you know when when I was talking with Dave Kelly a while back, and we, this whole lineage thing started on a kick. I remember I would ask him, you know, like, oh, yeah, blah blah blah. Do you have this information? And he would just be like, there you go. And I'd be like, holy shit! Yeah. Where does dude find this stuff? You know? And uh, sure enough, he was the same kind of idea where he would just kind of, you know, just from studying the forums. You know, he just learned this stuff from from being on there and really soaking in that information. So I don't know. It's just, I hope that if, I mean, I guess my thinking is eventually there's going to come something else that's going to come along. And I'm surprised Instagram hasn't, hasn't changed, uh, you know, from Facebook to that. Um, but, uh, you know, eventually I think there's going to be another, another thing that comes along that, that replaces it. My 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 fear is is that it will go back to a forum like setup, and then all that information that was from this year to that year will be it would just be like this big empty void of info, you know. Mm-hmm. It's out there on Facebook somewhere or whatever, or wherever it's at, you know. But, well, that's why you hope the people like you or the people that at least like their certain thing, whether it be jungles, IJs, whatever, have gathered that themselves in their own whatever app or phone or computer and that information so at least survives, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's hope. <laughs> I, I wish yeah. that if they could just get Tap Talk or Tap It Talk or whatever it's called, if that could somehow just get linked up. That's going to be my mission when I'm at Southern Carpet Fest is I'm talking with Sean, and we are yeah. – I'm going to find out what what we can do to uh, to make that easier. I mean, but, you know, it, it's at the end of the day, it's really the people's mindset that that 
that my that type of um, social interaction is dead. You know, like it's whenever gone, I talk yeah. to people about it, they just say the same thing, dude. It's dead. It's only dead because people don't go there. That's it. Well, that's mm-hmm. just it. <laughs> that's it. It's not dead because of anything else other than people don't go there. If people went there and posted there, it wouldn't be dead. Right? We, thought it's, we, we did pretty good for the last couple of weeks getting some more people involved. So hopefully they they yeah. continue to go back. Well, it, it's funny because, like, I haven't been on the forums in a while. I go there, and it's like you have, like, 15 new private messages, and I'm like, shit. So I go through them all, and half of them are like, you know, hey, I'm considering buying a white lip. And I'm like, oh, no, I really hope this person didn't do that. And it's like <laughs> there's and there's all this other stuff. And a few of them are, like, I think there was one from Eric, like, from way back when. And I'm like, whoa, well, I don't know if we ever do Do you want to do a so podcast like, yeah. with me? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to do a podcast? Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs> That's how that shit happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, shit, man. funny. But I'm looking for a co-host. I'll do it, you fool, Owen. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you enjoyed every minute of it. Who are you kidding? Yep, yep. Uh, I don't know what else we have. Maybe, uh, Owen, you want to hit on the outro questions. I don't know if there's anything I else. That, I mean, I know we're running uh, close on time and such, but... We keep running uh, right up to the end recently. Like we're not, we don't even have time to talk about our stuff. But anyway, Scott, <laughs> if you could keep any reptile without any any limitations, what would it be and why? I don't know, man. I saw that question. I was, I was thinking about it. Uh, I don't know if I had to say anything right now, just off the top. I wouldn't mind a uh, croc monitor. And I'm just Jesus thinking something. Christ, what is the matter with you? <laughs> well, now hold on, hear me out. I'm just clearly saying something that I probably will never own. I'm, I'm going <laughs> right. that extreme. You know what I mean? I'm going that extreme. Something with no right. limitations, you know, money and the fact that I should have its own house and all that. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm just trying to go extreme with it. Jesus. All right. I really. I really wanted to pick a snake, but I couldn't figure out any that I wanted to say. I didn't think of him. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you could go herping anywhere in the world, where would it be, and what would you be hoping to see? Uh, it's got to be freaking Australia or Papua New Guinea, that whole area, Indonesia, man, everything. Carpets. Nice. White lips. You know what I mean? Everything. That whole stuff that everything. we're all into. Nice. All right. And if somebody wanted to get in touch with you to inquire about some of the babies you're producing, how would they do that? Oh, they're already trying to bother me for it, but uh, <laughs> just hit me up on Facebook, man. I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I don't have a fancy business page like a lot of these guys right now or anything. I just hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm usually in all the carpet python groups. You can find me there. You know, I don't mind adding people to my friends list or shoot me a message, whatever. Or they can bug you at Carpet Fest. <laughs> yeah, some of them are already planning on it, but it doesn't matter how much alcohol, Midas ain't leaving, so. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get lined up. How many clutches? Yeah. <laughs> how, many clutches for, how many clutches do you think you'll have this year? Just yeah. one. Just, I'm just waiting on Calypso. That just was the, the only one. one. 
I didn't pair that my one, IGs okay. because uh, you know whatever. And I I I'm like I said I'm shipping most of them out. And then uh, gotcha. Suna got RI and didn't go. She didn't want Spark this year, I guess. I don't know, but right. just one. I got you. Right, okay. Very cool. Very cool. That's and that's a lot of black and yellow. So don't expect me to rush to put them up for sale. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I know. I already Wait talked. To, I already color. talked to you about them. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, it might be like it might be like a year before I. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But you I, I know, Eric's, there's a there's a, there's a list of people already contacted me. Eric's one of them. So, and uh, yeah. I said I'm I'm not in any rush. Very cool. I can I can totally appreciate that, man. I can totally appreciate that's, that's that. That's all you do, Eric. Because it's like guys like they might not be ready for a year, and I'm like, so right when Eric's would be ready. So it's perfect. That's when you'll finally let some of his <laughs> go. Is a year. So the two you yeah, can like you have a secret meeting where you exchange carpets in the middle of a parking garage in the dead of night. So I know, I know you're I getting got, rid of them. Yeah. I have 55 baby carpets. You psycho. From, from last year, just growing up, and probably Dang, maybe maybe 20 from the previous year. Just kind of just. Waiting in the wings. <laughs> I have two. Growing them up. I have two. I have two from last year <laughs> and two from 2013. Everything else is yeah. gone. That's crazy, dude. Oh, man, I, I'll never have that. I, yeah. that's, that's too much. That's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I mean, like, it's, I guess my feeling is that um, one of my goals was is that to try to be able to, uh, adapt, like, learn, um, you know, keen my eye in, I guess, to what is going to turn into what. I think the only way you can do mm-hmm. that, really, is, is to hold back, you know, and watch well, them grow absolutely. up. Some, hey, someone's got to do it. And and to be fair, like, I'm yeah. not I'm not crazy to, like, have and produce a shit ton of animals at this point. I've got some a couple of the species that I've wanted to have. They're fun to hang out with. Fucking carpets. Yeah, I want to expand on that a little bit, but I'm kind of enjoying what I, I have. And at the same time, I'm actually enjoying watching my fiance kind of grow her passion for her side of things. So I kind of try to support that a little bit too. So Right. Very right. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Lots of fun. Well, uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on, but uh, before we get cut off, um, but uh, appreciate you coming on and hanging out with Definitely. us. It's always cool. Yeah. You know? It's always good talking to you guys. Always fun. And we'll see you at Carpet Fest. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> I got your moonshine for you, man. It's ready. See, but that... Dude, I told you, man. I want a couple like... of... The, I want... No, I got a couple for you. Yeah, I got, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you, my own man. Nice, man. That, that shit's yeah. delicious. I'm bringing the same. I'm gonna try to bring the same stuff we brought last year too. See, and that's the thing. Cool. Scott brought last year. He brought like sweet tea, and then the other one said adult sweet tea. And I'm like, what's yeah. in the adult sweet tea? He's like moonshine. I'm like, oh my gosh. I really hope no <laughs> children get this confused. So yeah. <laughs> write uh, write bigger letters. Awesome. So. Yeah. Oh, no worries. No worries. 
I think this is going to be uh, this will be a good good time. We got Nick coming out. Nick's coming out. Yep. Uh, oh, it'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah, Nick will be coming. Uh, I know uh, Kesha's coming, uh, which is yeah, it's all awesome. Curtain's right. uh, um, coming. I'm sure Balin will be there. Mike Curtin will be uh, there. Uh, Balin might maybe not, not because it's his it's his son's birthday. Ah, well, can't so believe I've that. Been, I've been <laughs> I've been telling Balin to convince Jack. Jack is his son. To have his birthday party on Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> or to come. So I don't know how, if that would be good. So we're he's going to get a pass. I'll, I'll, <laughs> he's yeah, I'm get working a on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, can't, can get can't a expect a, a dad to uh, a, leave his kid on I, his birthday. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I did have a long <laughs> conversation with Howard yesterday about um, when. Uh, what he when he's coming and what he's bringing, he's coming uh, with a bushel of Maryland crabs. So oh hell yeah, that's that's classic, man. That's classic. Oh yeah, these <laughs> right there. Oh yeah, it has to. So we're we're nice. So what I'm already doing with the food already, it's looking like a good time. So Carpet Fest, of course, Northeast Carpet Fest is May 21st in Birdsboro, Pennsylvania. From 3 p.m. to when I kick everybody out of my house, um, yeah. and it is the fifth annual Carpet Fest. Uh, stay That's tuned right. for T-shirts and other announcements. If you want to, uh, if you have any questions, you can private message myself or Eric. If you've been invited, a lot of information is on the invite page on Facebook, along with uh, hotels and all that fun stuff. Um, my place is booked. So no one is allowed to stay at my place unless you've already talked to me about it. Um, I think somebody offered to put a tent in the yard, and that's fine. Um, Zero will be here on Sunday, and I will let him loose in the yard, and I can't help you from that. So it's, Here's an important go. question. Here's an important question. Is Jim from Morgantown going to be there? I can neither confirm nor deny the presence of Jim. Here's the thing, All right. Scott. Here's the thing. Scott, hold on. I don't know if you caught this on the last episode. But there's a chance that my dad might come. So oh shit! It's gonna if be. You have, if you if you have my dad, you're looking to carpet and Owen's dad. 20, so what 20, I thought yeah, we I could know. do is is that we could do some kind of like video where it's me and Owen talking, and then take us out and then put my dad and Jim in there and have them have the same conversation. I guarantee you, yeah. we we'll be like looking into oh, the yeah. future. Carb- That's freaking awesome. In the next 40 years. Yeah. It, it, oh, dear Lord. Yeah. 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 I can neither confirm nor deny, but it's a pretty good idea that he will. He does this thing where he's like, I'm not sure if I'm coming or not, yet he'll clear his entire calendar and he'll show up at like four. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a pretty safe bet he'll show up. Let me tell you something. My if you're dad's on the, one- on the East Coast, if you're anywhere in the Northeast and you're even considering it, come. It's a freaking, it's a good time. You, 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 everybody there is awesome. It's food, yep. drinking, or just having a great time. And animals are usually around. Really awesome animals usually. I'll you let the olive pythons come out for a cruise. You guys can play with them. So of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, Buddy's coming, right? Buddy Buscemi. Uh, I think he's Buddy bringing Buscemi's some condo people. So usually. Yes. Uh, Usually come. I know. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? 
Shit. I can't think of his name. Damn it. I draw a total blank. You, you suck at this. Um a bitch. <laughs> Bill, Bill oh. coming again. Yeah. Yeah, he's Bill's coming. a good time. Uh, About Dark Bill's Side. Dark Side Exotics. He coming? Zach yeah, Zach coming. yeah, he's coming. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Oh, chicken. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's all I Lon, need. Lon, Lon's coming. So it's like we're going to have a uh, lot of basically, – basically right now, everybody who's confirmed with me, we're looking at about 43 people at my house at Carpet Fest. I, I hope Jamie We will, We will Jamie show them why Northeast right? is the original chapter. Exactly. Right. We will show coming? them why Northeast is the original one, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So it's going to be a blast. And then we're also going to get people information about T-shirts, about the auction. All that stuff is coming soon. Uh, but the other Carpet Fest, real quick, because I don't want to get cut off. Uh, we have 30th, so, April 30th. April. You've already ruined it. Yeah. Um, we have uh, <laughs> the Southern, quiet you. We have the Southern Carpet Fest, which is April 30th uh, at from 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. in Arlington, Texas. This is the second annual Carpet Fest, uh, Southern Carpet Fest, and will be held at B- Bill Stiegel's house. Good people, good times. Come meet folks. Uh, I'll be shipping out my hobbit. He's going to be there to shake hands, kiss babies. So, um, <laughs> what he does. Um, That's he, right. <laughs> it's like a political I'm thing. Like, a, I have to send you on campaign. I'm not a, so, I'm not as scary as the big mean ogre. <laughs> I am the scary one. So um, there's, there's the next one is what the Southwest Carpet right. <laughs> Smack across the face, yeah. So Owen, Owen scares me. <laughs> what? I get that message almost oh. once a month. <laughs> Owen's scary. Uh, really? It, wow. Do you think that Owen? Do you think that Owen is going to sell some caramels? I was like, I don't know. I don't Did know. you I'll ask Owen? <laughs> I, I can't talk to him. He's scary. Oh, <laughs> That's hilarious. And I love it because then I don't get bothered. So um, <laughs> then stuff doesn't sell, though. But anyway, Southwest Harbor <laughs> Fest, that is Friday, May 20th at noon uh, to late into the night. Um, that's uh, Living Legless Reptiles. Um, yes, they're looking like it's going to be barbecue, etc. Playing with reptiles, meet up again. Uh, the twenty first are going to go herping on a hiking trip. Uh, please RSVP with Travis uh, uh, for the address and who's coming. They want to get a nice head count. Uh, they're also going to be looking for hotels that will be available, and they will hope to have an auction to raise support for US Ark. If you want to donate to that, get in touch with Travis, and he'll walk you through that stuff again. Um. Yeah, and then we're back to the 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 original and the best carpet fest. We're on our fifth annual carpet fest. I mean, holy yeah. balls! It's you know, it's funny. God. I listened to I listened to the uh, we called it the uh, complete carpet python tour, where we had Ben on one week, ben, Justin on Justin the next, and Nick, or yeah. Nick <laughs> and Justin all back to back, all three. Yeah, and. That was the first year, so this was 2011, that was the first year that we were did Carpet Fest, and, um, you know, we were talking about it. It's so weird that here we are, you know, five years later, and, uh, you know, we're still doing it. So I think it's pretty awesome. The, uh, 
The one thing I will say, it'll be my closing thing as far as carpet Go goes. The whole idea is this is a bunch of uh, snake nerds hanging out and eating and drinking and having a good time. I mean, one of the cool things for me personally that drew me to carpets and not, you know, ball pythons or something else was, in fact, the community. Um, and in a certain way, we're trying to preserve that. So if you're interested in carpets at all, I mean, if you have any, like, desire um, to get into them or you're, you're curious about them, God damn it, man. This is like you're, uh, you'll spend $500 to $1,000 to $5,000 on a snake. Spend it on a plane ticket. You know what yeah. I mean? You're going to you're going to have you're going to have a time that uh, you know, life is short, man. So, here's your opportunity to hang out with these people and talk to them one-on-one, drink a beer with, you know, guys like Nick. You know what I mean? Like He's the guy that wrote the book, and you can sit down, and as we all know, Nick loves it, you know? So yeah, it's yeah. not going to be like uh, he's, he's not going to talk to you about something. And, you know, and, and then some of the guys that maybe aren't on the on the forum, like I remember last year talking to Matt Moyle, and, like, he's talking about, like, when carpets first came into the country. Yeah. And, like, the experiences with that, stuff that you can't necessarily say, <laughs> on a on a on a public forum or maybe uh even on a radio show but you get that information. It's priceless, yeah. man, you know, and, and, and you develop relationships with people and it's just a, it's really it's that's what it's about. So I don't know. I'm off my soapbox. Do it. Well no, you should <laughs> do it because you never know and it's also setting up uh you also get closer to these people, get to know more people, and that opens up opportunities in the reptile industry that you didn't know you had. So, you know, I remember yeah, talking, I think it was like, I think it was like the second Carpet Fest, I was talking to you, Scott, and you're like, I know this guy who's up in Gypsy who had these like three giant gold phase white lips for this much. And I'm like, really? And I ended up driving all the way up to New York and buying those animals where if I hadn't had come to Carpet Fest or if Carpet Fest hadn't been a thing, I totally would have missed those animals because those, Poughkeepsie was in a show I regularly went to because I'm all the way down here. So, yeah, it just is something that happens. So, yeah, definitely. If you can make it, please come. We would love to have you. Uh, just give it in contact with myself or Eric. Let us know how many people are coming with you, what you intend to bring, and if you need any, uh, and what you need to do to, to cook or prepare what you're going to bring. That's the only rule is you have to bring something to eat or drink, and it has to be ready to serve. Uh, you have to get it ready to serve at Carpet Fest. You can't just bring, like, two pounds of raw hamburger and call it a day. If you bring hamburger, guess who's standing in front of my grill? So, there you go. All right? On that note. That's it. Um, close this out. Eric, what's going on with you and your schmingies? For me, uh, ebmorelia.com, um, continually updating the site. Um, like I said uh, last week, I'm trying to make it, uh, you know, in the vein of uh, AC Reptiles where, you know, some breeding info, some keeping info, and uh, updates on my collection. So if you got a chance, go over, check it out, ebmorelia.com. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram, all that stuff, all under E B Morelia. If you want to get in touch with me, my email's Eric at E B Morelia dot com. Um 
As far as Morelia Python Radio, our website is moreliapythonradio.com. Email is info at moreliapythonradio.com. Uh, I got some news that said that uh, for some reason you couldn't download the show on certain apps or something like that. I'm looking into that. I have no idea what that's about. I know you can get it on iTunes. I know you can go to Blog Talk. And I know you can go to moreliapythonradio.com. And uh, there's a player right there. I don't have any problems, but I don't know. Some people are having issues. Um, and what else? Next week, um, we're going to be talking uh, Condros and Jungle Carpets with uh, David and uh, from uh, Condro Jungle. And uh, okay. it'll be an awesome, awesome episode uh, for sure. History uh, of of Jungle Carpets. And, Dude uh, knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Very looking cool. forward to to talking with him about that. That's all I got. All right. Uh, for me, you guys can go to rogue-reptiles.com, find out all the latest stuff that's going on at Rogue. We have the full, up-to-date breeding diary for the 2016 season. Um, if you're interested in any of those animals coming out of those clutches. Uh, you can go ahead and get put on our waiting list. Just drop us an email. Also, we have the animals that are for sale listed on our for sale page. Uh, you can go over there and check that out and drop us an email there as well. Um, if it's not on that page, it's not for sale. Stop asking. I will not sell a rough scale python. <laughs> so um, there's that. You can also go on to Facebook.com and look up Rogue-Reptiles. Give us a like. A lot of times if animals do become available for sale, they go on the Facebook page before they go on to places like King Snake and the website. Uh, upcoming shows, uh, I don't really have any. So you're going to have to wait for that one. Um, and that is all I got. So what we will say is thanks again, Scott, for hanging out with us and talking. And, Anytime, fellas. Uh, sure thing. And what we will say is... Uh, Good night, everybody, and we're going to catch everybody here next week for some more Moralia Python Radio. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.